Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Downtown in the rain, 9.30 on a Tuesday night. Just to check out the late night record shop. Call it impulsive, call it compulsive, call it insane. When I'm surrounded, I just can't stop. It's a matter of instinct, it's a matter of conditioning, a matter of fact. You can call me Pavla, down. Ring a bell and I'll salivate. How'd you like that? Dr. Landy, tell me you're not just a pedagogue. Cause right now I have lying in bed Just like Brian Wilson did Well I have I'm lying in bed Just like Brian Wilson did So I'm lying here Just staring
There we go. Um, yes, Geeky Girl. Hip, 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 You're the first caller of the night. Hello. Oh, there we go. That's, that's, that's the next song from the Bare Naked Ladies. Well, oh, that's a, a great album. That it's a that, Gordon, isn't it? Gordon, it's the first the first um, official album. They had um, cassettes and things before that, which are worth checking oh, out. Okay. It's their first album, and it was I heard that when um, Cap- on Capital when Capital still used to play quite good music. Hey, here's a good album that I know none of you will have heard. Right? Do you remember? The Crash Test Dummies. Yes. Right. What was their song? Their big hit was mm, 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 mm. Right, 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 right. And that was from the second album. Oh. Which wasn't very good. Did you hear the first album? Don't believe so. The first Crash Test Dummies album. I don't know if I've got it on my... I'm not got it on the computer. The first Crash Test Dummies album was a flipping masterpiece and i've not got it on here isn't that outrageous it was a masterpiece well i'm going to write that on my hands to look let, up let me let me oh I tell you, let me play you the first bit hang on right uh let me on it crash test dummies right listen listen to this right hang on a second oh my god the first the first album it's called the ghosts that haunt me right let me let me play you that the ghosts that haunt me, right? And then I'll play you. Then I'll play you one of the best songs you've never. It's one of the most miserable songs. Oh. But one okay. of the best, right? Listen, so this is upbeat, right? This is them upbeat, right? And this is brilliant. Oh. Oh, I've forgotten how good this was. Here we go, here we go. There's a skeleton in everybody's closet. I can think of one or two in my own room. Then, then wait till it gets to the bouncy chorus. Here we get, they get to the bouncy chorus. I've forgotten all about the crash test dummies. All of these guys are still alive. Hang on. Here we go. And so dispel the gloom. Listen, listen, here we go, here we go. Because you're so kind, I know you would not mind. Send away the ghosts that haunt me now. Yeah, the things I fear just wouldn't seem so near. When I stroll out late at night, would be nothing rattling at my ears. Here we go, here we go! Hang on, hang on, hang on! So they do that, right? Oh, that was quite uh, diddly diddly dee. It wasn't was it? diddly diddly dee. But then listen, listen to this. I'm going to play the most mu- miserable song in the world, but listen to the first two lines. Flipping heck. Listen to this. <gasps> oh. God, what a song. Here we go. Here we go. Shh, shh, shh. I'm still young, but I know my days are numbered. Flipping heck! I'm still young, but I know my days are numbered. Wow. Hang on, we go on. One, two, three. Five, six, seven, and so on. He's making a little joke there. All right, look, hang on, here we go. But a time will come oh. when these numbers have all ended. And all I've ever seen here we go. will be Listen forgotten. to the catchy chorus. Here we go, here we go. Won't you come to my funeral in my days are done? Flipping it. There's a song in it. No, but it's beautiful. And then, right, last bit, because it's not, I know it's not really a music show, but do you know what? 
He does, they oh, do a song. It's birthday. I do what I want, isn't it? Listen yeah. to this. This is the best song ever about Superman, right? There we go. This is... Oh! Oh! I'm 19 again. Here we go, listen to this. It's the best song ever about Superman, right? Ever. Ever. Tarzan Gets, gets us in man a minute. Wasn't man. He'd just come along and scoop him up under his arm like that. Quick as a kid in the jungle. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Hang on, hang on. Clark Kent, no, there was a real gent. He would not be caught sitting around in no jungle scheme. And listen to it, the lady comes in, the lady's coming in with the harmony. Here we go, we've not heard her yet, here she comes. Superman oh, never made... let, me, let me skip to the next chorus and the lady comes in, and then I'll stop and then we'll talk. Hang on, here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go. Forget Krypton and keep going. Forget Krypton, keep going. Here we go. Here she comes. Superman never made any money to save the world from Solomon Grundy. And sometimes I despair the world will never see another man. Here we go. One more. Goosebumps. Here it comes. Here we go. Tarzan was king of the jungle and We'll play that later on. We'll play the whole song later on. That's a good oh, song, isn't it? There's a treat. Good song. Here comes a cup of tea as well. There's a treat. There's oh, a another good, one. A I good... don't know many songs about Superman, to be fair. I wonder time. how many songs are there. That, and, and that's got that mentions Solomon Grundy, which is uh, um, is like an obscure um, Superman villain. If I've got my Superman uh, mythology correct, what other song? We'll play that. We'll play that whole song later on because it's a real doozy. That whole album. I wonder if I've, I must still have it somewhere. Somewhere I've got to have the Crash Test Dummies album. The first one, not the second one. The first one. The first one, that was good, but nobody nobody heard. Nobody bought it. You. Nobody bought it, apart from me. And even I didn't buy it. My mate had it and I nicked it off him. He lent it to me <laughs> and I didn't give it back. He lent me that and Jimmy Webb Archive and he never saw them again. You could have just copied them, though, tape to tape. Uh, well, they were on CD and I didn't have many oh. CDs. And I, and I said, I'll, I'll, I'll give them back to you, Josh, don't worry. And, um, oh, Joff, it wasn't Joff, it was, it was Joff, yes. And uh, he, ne- he never, he never got them back. Oh, but other Superman songs? Other Superman songs? Pocket Full of Kryptonite. Um, by the um, d- Spin Twisted Doctors. Spin Doctors. I knew there was movement in it. I knew there was some yeah, kind of movement. Yeah, twirly. Pocket Full of Kryptonite. Um, Scrubs theme was I'm No oh, Superman. There's, um, um, oh, there's an XTC one. Is there? Da 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 da
that. You know the one I mean, don't you? No, but I'm imagining it with sort of trumpets. You've got a brass accompanying. I haven't got it on my computer. I've got hardly anything on my computer. Oh, that's going to annoy me now. Hang on a minute. Let's see. Dan? Dan? Hello. Do you know the XTC song I'm talking about? I don't. All I can think of is the Sergeant Rock one. No, that's not about Superman. No, but he was like a comic book thing, wasn't he, Sergeant? Um, it was, it was Brainiac's daughter. Oh, no, 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 not me. Black Lace, Superman, of course. Turns out there's loads of songs. Go on, Dan. Um, Fire for Fighting. I've actually got, I'm looking at my iTunes and I've got two Superman songs within a space of like three songs. Hey, go on. Fight for Fighting, they did uh, have one hit years ago. It might have been it. It's called Superman, It's Not Easy. How does that go? Um, hang on a minute. I can play it, probably. It's a bit maudlin. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're in that kind of mood. We're in a maudlin kind of mood. Hang on, I'll jump to the chorus if I can get it. Please do. Please do. It's not going to right now. Come on, damn you. Come on, damn you. I believe that will be called um, um, Soft Rock, AOR. Yeah, AOR, yeah, that's the one. And then the Flaming Lips of the song called Waiting for a Superman. There we go. Well, is that about is that about actual Superman? No, I think it's just on Waiting for Yeah, Superman. this is what we yeah. need to be... We need to be careful mm. um, about that. No. You've got rules. Yeah, well, they're, they're, of course we have to have rules. Yeah, that's that fight for fighting one. He's on about you know it's not easy being me and funny yes. and man in a funny red. I was thinking of Brainiac's daughter isn't about Superman. I was thinking that's really Super Supergirl, but that's about Supergirl, oh. not Superman. So we can't we can't have that either. Man, it turns out there aren't as many Superman songs <laughs> as we first um, as we first thought there were. Wasn't the Laurie Anderson one about Superman as well? I remember that being the most boring song. That was like number one for a million years, and it lasted for 26 minutes or something, didn't it? Wow. Oh, Superman. Ha, 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 ha. That was it. What about I Am Superman by R.E.M.? You're just looking that up now. I'm looking on Twitter. You Your can't... sister suggested it. My sister, I've not logged into Twitter. Hang on a minute. She my sister can't me. play. She can't play. Stop talking oh. to my sister. Sorry, you're not allowed to play, Ian, sister. Stop playing, sister. Cheating. Stop playing. Oh. And uh, anyone who suggests songs by scouting for girls is going to get blocked. <laughs> well, that's an important rule, yeah. Do you remember scouting for girls? They were they were they were um, big, and I use that in inverted commas in italics. When I was working absolute, and we had to play that absolute uh, rubbish, terrible. They had, like, they had like a greatest hits album, and there were like three greatest hits, and the rest were all album tracks or something ridiculous. Yeah, that. they were. I mean, they were sort of. I don't. I don't. I think they were like a teeny bop band, really. That yeah, never teeny quite... boppy, trendy, trendy. Yeah, yeah. Pop, I'm, pop rock. I'm, tr- I'm trendy. I'm a trendy kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anything else, uh, Dan and Geeky Girl? I was just going to say, good start to the show with Bare Naked Ladies. Yes, well, you, you, um, good discussion about Crash Test Dummies as well, and I was listening to them. I, uh, were you listening to them? Album one or two? Uh, number two, but I only have two songs from album one. Which, which songs have you got? Which songs? 
Uh, I have uh, The Ghost That Haunt Me yeah. and Androgynous, but it's a live version. Closer than we know, love each other so, Androgynous. Um, it's a good album, that. I'm going to dig that out tomorrow. That, that's tomorrow's um, vibe in the house. They'll get yeah. it on the same downer I'm on. Dan, Geeky Girl, thank you very much. Ray, Nigel and Alan. Oh, they're all coming out of the woodwork. Stay there, come to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hip, 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 Alan. Hip, and happy birthday. Yeah, there we go. Thank you very much. What have you, you been up to today, boss? Boss. Oh, it's been a quiet day today. The quiet days are nice. Yeah, and also, there's only one member of the craft test, so he's still going. What the heck? How do you know this? Thanks to a little thing called Wikipedia. (laughs) Oh, mate, the home of the made-up fact. Um, Who's still going? I'm guessing it's the bloke that sings like that. Brad Roberts. Yeah, is he Brad Roberts? But is he still calling himself the Crash Test Dummies? He's the only original member. That's not fair. You can't do that, Brad. Brad, what are you doing, Brad? You can't call yourself the Crash Test Dummies when it's only you, Brad. What the the freaking heck is going on here, man? And he's released a new single. Ah, I'm not interested. Not interested in his new material. For me, it's the classics. It's the old stuff. The first album is is, uh, a joyous treat. That was the ghost that haunted me. Now... That was the name of the album. Yes. Hey, I went into a place I've never been into in my life before today. Where's that? A games workshop. Did you ever go over demonstration games? Well, do you know what a games workshop is? Yeah, it's where they sell Warhammer. Yeah. How do you know that? Because I've done it in the past myself. I walk past it. we We go past it to go to the boys' school, right? Yeah. And... The youngest, just recently, has been taking a real... In- he goes, oh, can we go in there and look at that? And I said, no, not really, no, not really, no, not really. And then today, I went, yeah, all right, fine, let's go in and have a little look around. I've, I've never been into a games workshop before. The home of the nerds. Well, they were, but I'll be honest, the nerd that worked there was absolute... I'm a nerd. And so am I. I'm a nerd. And the nerd that worked there was great, right, because there were two boys... Yeah. And I didn't have a clue what I was looking at. And there were some people playing the game and, oh, you've launched an attack and you've sustained damage and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And um, we were looking around and this, some of the models are brilliant, right? really intricate, right? And yeah. uh, and the guy kept coming up to us and I said, we're, j- we're literally just looking around, mate. Honestly, it's fine. And, and he came up again and he said, um, as we were going, right, he said, oh, would, your, would you, your two lads be interested in painting some models? I went, whoa, yes. Yes, that, and, they were, and their eyes lit up. They, he went, they went, yes. I said, we can't do it now. We're off to Pizza Express. They're buying me my dinner for my birthday, right? Yeah. But, but um, we'd love to come back. And he wrote a little card. He wrote, I've got a card. Look, here's the Games Workshop card, right? And he's written on their, their names, you're invited to a painting lesson. What will you need to bring? A smile. They can do that. They can yeah. do that. And he said, what you do is you come in for an hour. They've got some, it's free. You get a free look, couple of little models you get to paint, and then he'll kind of try and teach them the basics of, of the game and stuff. Uh, how how you well, exactly. It's like um, a dealer giving you um, free drugs until you're hooked on the drugs, Alan, and then you start paying. Or, or you realise the drugs are quite good fun, and you want to buy more drugs because it's so much fun. And you then and then when you grow up, you stop taking the drugs because you you kind of grown out of them. It's kind of like that, I think, isn't it? Warhammer. Yeah. 
I've mean, got to ask you a question, Alan. Are you masturbating? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think how you have to stop Warhammer at. Yes. Um. Nineteen. I was said about twenty-one. Okay. Well, fair play. It's two years difference. That's close. As near as damn it. You're about nineteen to twenty. Well, let's meet in the middle. Say twenty. All right. Fine. To, to twenty years old, you've got to stop playing the uh, Warhammer games. Is Warhammer the game? It's a franchise. Okay, it's a franchise. Okay. Um. Okay. You got games like Warhammer Four Thousand. <laughs> what about Warhammer Five Thousand? In that as well. Mm. And can they can they cross over? Like like you get nowadays, you get ba- like you get uh, all the superheroes having a fight, right? You get Batman and having a fight with Superman. And you get the Mar- the Avengers having a fight with the other Avengers and the Hulk smash fights, all these other guys. Can you get, like, Warhammer 4000 versus Warhammer 5000? No, because it's set in different time zones. I, I'm, a, I'm a wizard, and I create a time portal. In my way. Yeah, you see? You see? If you suggest that the game works up, they might go for I'm it. I'm going to go in there. First thing, guys, I've got to say, right, I, I love what you're doing with the Warhammer 4000. Really love what you're doing with the Warhammer 5000. You want to make it so you can play both games. Well, actually, you can't do that. Aha! I'm a, war- I'm a warlock, and I create a time portal, and I throw Warhammer 4000 into Warhammer 5000. You're away. Uh, yeah, and it's all, and you've got the Space Hammer games as well. Because my boys, right, despite what I have done in the past for a living... They don't. They don't play video games, really. They, don't, they play a little bit of Pac-Man on his Cano. Well, I've got to reply to Cano. Cano wants me to do a competition. Oh, and someone wants me to give away a couple of free tickets to um, a, a film screening in a couple of weeks. I say go for it. Yeah. Um, so, but they don't really play video games, and I'd kind of like. I kind of like them to get into all of that sort of stuff, throwing twenty-sided die and stuff like that. Yeah, I'll be up for that. Do we say twenty olds with the time to stop we did. playing Warhammer? We did, we did, yeah, yeah, we did. Do you, are you disputing yourself now? Well, I stopped when I was nineteen, so I was. I said nineteen. Well, I stopped at nineteen. I said before 19. you said nineteen. Well, well, obviously before I said nineteen, because what that was what about fifteen years ago? Yeah, yeah. So, so I only said it today, and you stopped fifteen years ago. But I did say 19, and then you said 21, despite the fact that, actually... And I said we'll meet in the middle. Right. And say 20. Right. Which is called a compromise. Well, it is called a compromise. But then you but then you threw a Spaniard in the works, because you said 19. Well, well it was the day before my 20th birthday. Oh, oh, it's close, isn't it? It's close. Yeah, got bored with it. If you were a king, right? Yeah? And you could say, off with his head. Go on, yeah. s- go on say it. Off with his head! But say it, say, say it a little bit, say it a little bit clearer. Off with his head! Lovely. Okay, fine. We'll have a competition to see who can say off with his head the best. And then as a prize, and I'm literally just just thinking this out loud, as a prize, we'll actually have someone's head chopped off. Like a criminal. Maybe Boris Johnson. No, 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 no. Don't get political. No, it'd be like a paedophile. It'd be a nonce or something. We'll do, you know, we'll do it to someone who deserves it. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'll do it to a paedophile or um, um, someone who robs, you know, goes and robs old ladies. We'll do it to, we'll, do, we'll chop the head off of someone who deserves it. We're not going to do a politician. We'll do, we'll do it, we'll do it to, um, oh, I know. We'll, we'll chop, um, we'll chop Ralph Harris's head off. Shall we? Can we do that? We'll have to break him out, put him to get him to the chopping block. Well, that sounds like a, that sounds like a fun. Um, okay, right, fine. Well, this, the show is starting to take shape. So, the co- two competitions running simultaneously—they're both dependent on each other. The first competition is who can say "off with his head" the best. Yeah. The second competition: who can break Rolf Harris out and bring him to the studio by one o'clock at the, 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 the end of the show. Sounds like a plan. And uh, I, I, my bosses fully endorse everything I do, so it's we can say it's official. Talk radio is behind the listeners of this station to trying to break Rolf Harris out of prison and bring him in here for um, the swift justice that can only be delivered by the listeners of Talk Radio. Live on Periscope. Alan, thank you very much indeed. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We've just had an email from a boss. He says it is illegal to um, bust Rolf Harris out of prison. But he would say that, wouldn't he? Wasn't a definite no. He just said it was, he had to remind me it was illegal. He would say that because he has to follow the rules. It wasn't a no. It wasn't a definite no. So that competition's still running, but we've got to keep it a little bit quiet. Okay, keep it a little bit quiet. But before one o'clock, if you're watching on Periscope, we'll be chopping off Ralph Harris's head live on Periscope. And the person who gets to do that is the person who says off with his head the best. Um, let's go to Nigel. Good evening, Nigel. Oh, hi, Ian. How are you? You all right? Um, yes, I'm... Have you had a good day? Um, you sound miserable as sin. Well, I'm a bit tired. I've done 30, 30 miles cycling in the, in the sun, heat, so I'm a bit tired. I'm you not think, too bad, You though. think that's hard work? I did two rounds of uh, mini-golf. <laughs> What's the difference between... I was between... going to say, about, you were talking about Superman. Not listening. Yes. And uh, I was thinking, I used to like the Barnet Woman, you know, Lindsay Wagner... What? Years ago. Did you ever watch that programme? I thought you said the Barnet Woman. Barnet Woman. The... The, you know, Supergirl, it was. Well, she no, she wasn't Supergirl. She was Bionic. Yeah, the Bionic Woman, that's who I mean. Supergirl was, was, was a film... Supergirl film, wasn't it? Yeah, and, uh, so which, which British actor, mm. which, which mm. famous British satirist was mm. the star of... One of the stars of the Supergirl movie? Oh, uh, I, don't, I only know the super the supergirl. I don't know all the. Oh, yeah, there was that man with white hair. Yeah, who what? But who Tull, was he? Wasn't it? What? P- Petro Tall, no. isn't it? You know Petro Tall. Yes, I do. Actor. Yes, what well, the character act? Aren't all actors character actors? Wasn't he great, Petro Tall? I used to love his acting. He was obviously was in the the, the Omar Sharif film as well. You know, the, the one in the, in the desert. desert. There's no women in that film, so I'm surprised <laughs> you watched it. Desert film, wasn't it? Pete... What was it called, the desert film he was in? Taj Mahal. No, uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, that was the one. That was the sequel. I got it, didn't I? My brain's working now. Yeah, you, you say that, Nigel. Yes. 55 anyway, years too late. I, I've got a new jingle for you tonight. I thought you might have. I had a feeling when I saw your name on the screen, I thought, oh, Nigel's going to play me a low-quality, faint cassette of a jingle that he's recorded for me. I don't know how I knew that, but I just but anyway, picked up on the vibe. You can have it if you want. You've gone back to you've gone back to not listening. I bet you've said that yeah. to a couple of um, yes. um, 
hookers. Which ones? Yeah, we go. <laughs> um, you've gone back to not listening, haven't you? Yeah, I am listening. I'm listening. I'm listening, Neil. Uh, Ian. <laughs> yes, what was you going to say, Ian? Yes. It's all gone quiet. It's all gone quiet again. <clears throat> Play your jingle, Mike. <laughs> I like Lindsay Lohan. I like Lindsay Lohan. I watch your films. I watch your films. Today, yeah, Lindsay Lohan, a very pretty girl. I like watching the Disney films. Oh God, that's... They make me feel so good, yeah. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, she's a nice girl. Lindsay Lohan. She's a nice girl. She does some singing too. Jeez, this is awful. I mean. And plays the drums as well. She does a lot of acting in films today. She's a great girl. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, Knocking one out to Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. I'm doing my belt watching Disney films. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. I'm touching myself. Watching... <laughs> you can't, but you can't say her name properly. Um... Can't, no, not when I'm singing it. Pro- I can't. But anyway, what, 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 <laughs> I, I, how can you not? How can you not sing Lindsay Lohan? But you sing Lindsay Lohan. Well, it is difficult to get the the words in. Isn't Hang it? on, Rob. Can you get it in? Hello. Can you sing Lindsay Lohan, or do you sing Lindsay Lohan? Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay he, he can Lohan. Do it. it sounds better the way I did it, though. What mispronouncing her name as Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> well, you can. You know, it's got the it Lohan. Sound, it sounds okay. It sounds. I mean, it's... Well, it's only my first time doing that. Can you play again? Pardon? I have to run it back. Yeah, what, on the tape? Yeah. Yeah, you've got to rewind it, of course. I'll just rewind it. It's, it's done now. Yeah. Do you oh, want to hear it again, then? Yeah, I do, actually. Oh, Rob, oh. you want to hear it again, don't you? More than life itself. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Lindsay, Lindsay Lohorn. Oh, hang on a minute. It's, I didn't... I ran it the wrong way. Oh, you fast-forwarded no. it. <laughs> Sorry. It's an old-fashioned play. No, I am doing it. I am saying Lindsay Lohan. No, you're not. You're saying Lindsay Lohan. No, I wasn't. Listen. 
Horn. 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 She does a lot of acting in films today. She's a great girl. She's not trusted to have a job in cinema. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, you see? Yeah, you said yeah, you said Lindsay Lohan. No, it's Lindsay Lohan. I just heard it. I did it the right way. Hang on a minute. I just heard Lindsay Lohan. I heard Horn. What did you hear, Rob? No, but on my right, on Lindsay my thing, Lohan, as in she gives me the Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. No, but on my recorder, it's a, it's a, I was pronouncing it right anyway. Hey, but your recorder must be broken. Then. Yeah, but it doesn't always come over clear over the phone, does it? Sometimes it. it well, it's, it's funny that everything else. Oh, Came over clear. Do you hear every other word? I, I know what I can do, Ian. You can sing it live. I'll sing it live. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, what a great girl she is. That was all right, wasn't it? That was a... Lohan? <laughs> Lohan. Who's Lohan? Lindsay yeah. Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. How do you say... Lohan. Hang on, how do you say her name properly, Rob? Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsy Lohan. Lindsy Lohan. Lindsy Lohan. All right, yeah, go, Rob, you ready? <laughs> oh, count count us in, Nigel. Oh, happy birthday, is it? Happy birthday? C- count us in. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. What a great girl. Lovely. The world. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. What a sexy girl she is. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, she's not in films much anymore because of issues. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. But that rumours video she did was quite good. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. Your turn, Nigel, freestyle. Pardon? Freestyle. What? Freestyle. Oh, you want me to sing? Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. Disney today. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. Dis- Lindsay Lohan. On television. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. On Viagra Vi- today. What the hell? <laughs> She's on Viagra. Allegedly. You can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that for crying out loud. about that then? What I'm about my... Jimmy Savile, uh, I'll take off Jimmy Savile, shall I? I wish, I wish someone would. No, <laughs> he's not here anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, probably... Pro- That's about that then, yes. Go on then. That's about that then. Go on, do you Jimmy Savile? <laughs> that was it. Oh, flip, he just said his words. I haven't got this Now then, now then, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we have got Nigel, who has written to me and said, Dear Jim, <laughs> please could you fix it for me to I sing my song, Lindsay Lohan. I sat on his knee once, a long time ago, but... Uh, but I, would, I would not link yourself <laughs> with that, if at all possible. No, I, was, I, I think I met him once a long time ago. OK, that's, that's, mm. that's great news. But that was before we knew what he was, you know, but anyway. That, that's great news. Mm. Well, thanks for but calling. There was another person you were talking about. The other, Rob. Uh, Rolf Harris, but he, we don't know if it's true about him, do we? Well, hang on. Um, He's right. in prison mm. for it. Oh, so they must have evidence then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. they found him guilty. Oh, that's true. Nigel, do you, do you want to toss glitter into the ring for us? I don't, what, I don't read the paper much, that's why I don't know much. <laughs> no, no. Really? No, no, I'm saying. Well, Nigel, me, that, I can't read because my eyesight's bad. Um, go, goodbye. Goodbye.
Yes. Goodbye. Oh, you know why my eyesight's bad, don't you? Goodbye. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, touching myself. Rob! Yo! Ray, stay there, coming to you in a bit. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you, dear listener, want to take part in the show, you can do. Um, um, Rob, yes, Rob, what have you got for us, boss? I'd love to take part in the show. In well, fact, yes. I've just been telling your security guard, I am the creator of Iron Cast Warriors of the Medieval Fortress. He's not letting me in. You're not downstairs, are you? I'm outside with a bag of birthday goodies. Are you really? I am. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> birthday! Oh, right. Um, Catherine, could you go downstairs and bring Rob up to the studio? All right, it, it can do it. No one's going to do close. it. All I'm right. Close. Right, oh, hang on a minute. Um, all right, well, just come up. I'll ask the security guard again, but let he's me... like, you're not coming in. He'll, he'll, let, you, he'll let you in. Tell him... Well, um, let... Tell him you've got a gun. No, don't do that. All right. Go, so, can someone I'll go and get him? Out. Can someone go and get him and bring him up? It's going to come down and bring you up. Go on, go on let's see. You, get me. Go on. It does lots. Oh, that one. Knock on the door. Hiya, fella. It's coming down. It's New Zealand fella for me. I'm a, Ian Lee's brother, Steve. It's, it's coming down. Yeah. I'm going to wait here. That's all right. Hello? Yeah. We're on it. We're on it. Is this the night that you're going to kill me? No. Got birthday goodies. Okay, okay, we'll see you in a few minutes. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Yes, Ray. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I suppose you've got some jammy dodgers for you. I uh, never eat food from a listener. Yes. Well, anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Off with his head. Sorry. Oh, did I not come out through? Um, Do it again. Off with his head. It's, you sound like um, Frankie Howard. Frankie Howard? Well, yes. I was hoping I'd sound more like Hilda Bracknell or someone. No, it, it, it sounds a bit rubbish. Do, do. A bit rubbish, OK. Off rubbish with his head. Movement. Oh, dear. I'm a loser. Why don't you kill no, me? No, come on. Off with his head. Off with his head. No, but that's, that's better. That's more powerful. Yeah. Sounded a bit more like a handbag. <laughs> yeah, that, that it did a little bit sound like. Hey, I tell you what, I've been listening to. I've been listening to Four Extra, right? Because I've worked out, I've got it on my car now. I've got DAB Radio, right? Yeah. And on the way home, if the two mics are getting too footbally, right? I won't, can't listen to LBC. I certainly can't listen to Five Live. So I'm listening to Four Extra, and they've been playing radio plays, right? By um, um, I want to say Ed. At Morton, but it's not. It's um, who's the fat guy? Uh, me. No. Um. <laughs> um. He, oh, the uh, Orson Wells. Orson Wells. Yeah. And it's him in, in the Harry Lime character from The Third Man. I listened to it a bit. I turned to Four Extra tonight on the way in, and they were playing it. And these are radio plays that were broadcast on the BBC in 1952. They've never been broadcast since, right? Ah. Uh, and they've been playing. They're half good. I bet they are. They're half good. I've been listening to that. It's only good. Well, I said okay, that. Well, I've got, I've got a little uh, happy birthday song for you, courtesy of Nick Abbott. Okay, go on then. Happy birthday to. Happy birthday to. Happy birthday to. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> 
you go. Thank you very much, Ray. Look, here, cut, look at you, fella. You, you're putting on a bit of weight. Come and sit down. Sit down here. Look, there's there's the periscopers. Look, you can wave to the internet. Rob Bernay. Nice to meet you, Cap. Where, where are you going? Sit down there. Oh, okay. Sit down. Sit down there where I've indicated. Where? There, where the red lights on your your oh, muppet. Right. Look, there's the. You're on the Hi. periscope. Hi. There we go. That's Rob Bonet, uh, regular listener. Um, you, we put your headphones on. Okay. Because we've got. Oh, you've got Pringles and everything. Sweet. Um, we've got. Um, you're gonna have to. Oh, because I can never work out. Are you? Are you chewing? No. It sounds like you're chewing. No. no I'm a radio professional. Well, all right. Okay. Um, we got Noel Edmonds on the line. Hello, Ian. Hello, Noel. How are you getting on tonight? Oh, oh, I'm all right. It is actually Noel Edmonds. It is Noel tonight. Um, A happy birthday to you. A happy birthday to you. I've got something in my box tonight. Would you like to know what it is? Um, Is it the popcorn trick? No. (laughs) Okay. Hold on, Noel. Yes. Hold on. Yes. What What box have you been brought tonight? I don't know what you're talking about. You've got a box that's been brought into you. Come on. A box of Pringles. That's not a box, that's a tube. Tube. No, it is oh it is a tube, isn't Spherical. it? Yeah, I've got a new idea for a new box. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go on, mate. Let's let's hear this now. Okay. Well it's 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 like a box. Yes. It looks not like a box, but it's not a box. Right. It, so hang on a second again. It looks like a box. It smells like a box. Yeah. It tastes like a box. Steady on, mate. This is a fact. We've got, you know, we've got kids listening. <laughs> Gone a bit raunchy, you know. He's got, got a little bit blue. Yeah, hold, hold on. Now, it's not quite shaped like a box, though. What, what is a box shape? Cuboid. Am I, am I allowed to say? Well, I don't know. Listen, I'm going to... Let's cut to the chase. Are we talking about a lady's private parts? <laughs> what, a cricket bat? No. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> What what lovely birthday gifts have you been brought tonight, Ian? Tell me. From Rob? I don't know. Let's find out. I'm opening Come on, it. let's have a look. What, Rob, what have you got in your box? It is now being unwrapped as we speak. Ooh, Go for it's, it. It's closing. Your friend, Scott... Yes. Oh, you've not got balcony involved. In no, this. no, I've got his Japanese... Uh, <laughs> Japanese there you go. What? Japanese uh, <laughs> competitor. Koi Cop? They're all on there, all your favourites. There's you. Yeah. Where's there's me? You, that's you, the big one. It's not me. That's yes. you. Yes. And then there's uh, your favourite monkey. Mike Nesmith. Mike Nesmith. Yes. Then there's Pat Sharp. Yes. Who I know is great, you've followed. Yes. Is he still around? And then there's Ryan Reynolds. Oh, for God. I've got off Ryan Reynolds now. Although Don't I love the excellent old. adverts. I'd already put the the order in, you okay, see. Well, so you let, put yours on. So you didn't get this from Scott Balcony? No, I've made that myself. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm... means this, this this will wash off after a couple of washes, and then there's quite a nice T-shirt underneath And there you go, T-shirt buddies oh. for life. There we go. T-shirt buddies for... Thank you, Rob. It's... That really is... Um, Alan uh... Lee's birthday T-shirt. <laughs> there you go. Hey, come on. Ian's, Ian's sounding chipper tonight, isn't he? There you go. Hey. That's, yes, well, you've, ma- you've made the man a happy boy. It's Noel from hearsay. We couldn't it, find you. It's, <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? Um, how come all the ladies from hearsay went on to great things apart from the blonde one? So two, two thirds of the ladies went on to great thing, greater things. No, two, no thirds of the men did. That's true. No, well, which one didn't do well? Oh, the women. The blonde lady. She went to Emmerdale, didn't she? 
Is, did she? And she did. Do uh, you remember, Noel? She did a mucky film, didn't she? Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> she did. Do you remember, Noel? Come on. You know when they... Oh, did you go for a high I five? I went for it. Denied. Oh, my back's gone out. That's right. <laughs> Do you remember, Noel? You know, like, um, um, pop idols and all of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember when they had one... I think it was called Soap Star Superstar. Yes. It certainly was. When they were that. looking for a family to go on Emmerdale Farm, weren't they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they did this poor family... And all of the cast of Emmerdale were furious and refused to be any scenes with them. Yeah. So this poor family was in Emmerdale for about three months, and all their scenes were on their own, without any of the cast members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, they just... I think they got um, killed or something by an uh, exploding sheep. That was a bomb. It was a bomb, wasn't yeah, it? It was a bomb, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> yeah, would well, no, it's been, it's been classic banter. It would have been sorted. Thanks very much indeed for calling. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. So, what are you doing down in London? Um, you here for work? Work stuff. Unbelievable. Work stuff. And there was a curb down there, and there was no action. And I thought, <laughs> I know that address. Uh, maybe I can get some action there. Yeah. Um, Cast on Snapchat. <laughs> you know, you can see the location. There we go. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. What it's do you a think, looker. What do you think of our? You look like is, Id. Is he single? You look like Id. Put a pair of glasses on. Yeah. Do you know you're a bit moon faced. Yeah. And your hair's thinning. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Look, we're going to uh, re- recreate Ed with Id. Put the glasses on. Here look, we go. Look, let's have a look. Thank you. It's the same fella. There you go. Sorry if my head's a bit big. There you go. Oh, I can't see a thing. It's the same fella. Look, look, look. I, ca- I can't tell if oh, it's the same because gla- I can't put see now. Put your glasses now. on, Ed. You look weird without glasses. You're, you're, <laughs> one, of those, you're one of those people that looks looks um, doesn't look good They're with strong. glasses. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm relatively blind. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you've got shorts on. Out, out. It's what summer. is this? Yeah, no, yeah, I know, but we're working, mate. <laughs> He's got yeah. marks on his knees. How you got them? Look at the bruise on that ankle. Did you yeah, see it? Yeah, I did see. That's the tag, isn't it? He had to force the tag <laughs> off. It's it, yes, it may a be fender. the summer. It may be the summer. But it's um, it's a workplace, and you need long, standards. Need long trousers in the um, workplace. That t-shirt smart. is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> um, you've scared all the callers away. Hello. No, they've all gone. We've got no callers now, which is. Um... I've got some crisps. Yeah, go on. What I've got, got some of them. What is this? Have you actually brought food? Yeah, it's a birthday party. What isn't is this? Te- what's this? I've never. I've, what's this? Tear I, and share. I've never seen them, but I thought, there you go. Tear and share crisps. I can't even. Why have you brought noisy food to a radio show? Revels. I'll have some revels. There you go. I'll suck on a revel. You can't <laughs> eat crisps on. I bet you would. You can't eat crisps on the radio. And a can of Fanta. <laughs> there you go. It's a party now. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Wish him a happy birthday. Oh, no, I don't. I hate birthdays. You don't, do you? You don't like your birthday. No, I don't like... I've had a nice day. I was out with the boys, uh, i.e. my sons. Oh, OK. Um, but I, I hate birthdays. I hate... and uh, Oh, presents and, and all of that stuff, you know. I, you well, don't. Well, I don't get the point in it. I don't get the point in, in um, just being reminded that you're old and miserable and that you're dying. Or it could be a celebration. No. I mean, from this year to last year... <laughs> You know, <laughs> look at the progression. <laughs> it's been a big year. It's been a very big year. Isn't yeah, it, actually, what was uh, what, 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 last year? Was it three counties? Yes. Um, and um, then I got shafted and had a breakdown, and now I'm here. There you go. So in many ways, what, yeah, it's um, what a lovely year. <laughs> <laughs> what a year of of um, of I'm going to say memories, there but you go. Um, but disappointing. Man. What what what's happened in your year? Uh, not much. I, I travel a lot with work now. That's fun. And we've got a call. Let's go. Oh, we go. Line one, you're on the wireless. 
Anna here. Hi, Anna. Hi, Rob. Hi, Anna. How are you? I'm all right. Ryan Reynolds. There you go. Look at him. Ryan Reynolds. Listen to the go chuckling on, in the background. Hang on a minute. Jim's on the line. Yes, Jim. Hello, Ian. Hello, Jim. You're through to um, uh, Rob Benet. Hi. Hi, Rob. You all right? Yeah, I'm good, yeah. Uh, I have nothing to say whatsoever. It's just when you said there was no-one calling in, I thought, oh, well. Thanks. Now's the time, if ever there was a time. <laughs> uh, sober tonight, Ian. Sober. Oh, J- Jim phoned up the other day to talk about Radiant Silver Gun and was absolutely steaming. Really? Yeah, he didn't remember it. I got an, e- an apologetic yeah. email the next day. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, horrendously drunk, unfortunately. Uh, and Radiant Silver Gun, uh, a game I've not played in a long sense. time. I don't know where that came from in mind, really. Are you going to leave me a tip? What's going on with the No, money? no. I just... I sat on my keys. You know when you sat on your keys and you feel, oh, um, Feels like a finger. Steady on now. <laughs> um... Is, uh, Rob, are you still in touch with the lady from America? No, okay. no. Um, there was... Uh... Whereabouts in America was she from? What yeah. was it Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow announced? Um, that they... Is, is, uh... Consciously uncoupled. Yes. That's it, we okay. consciously uncoupled. Those are uh, many years ago. I, I um, got uh, Rob in touch with a much better looking lady in America than he deserved. Yes. And, um... Whereabouts in America, can I ask? You, it, was, <laughs> it was about nine hours flying there, so I yeah. couldn't do booty calls. No, you couldn't do No, that. I appreciate America is nine hours, but whereabouts in America... <laughs> he really... He really <laughs> wants to narrow this down right. to the location. Oh, yeah, no, it was Texas area. Texas. Yeah. Right, OK, yeah. Up Same. in there, it's a nice place. But saying that, you've got what app now? You've got Snap. You've got what app? What app? What app? Seems very liberal. Periscope. Dallas, not so much. No. Okay. Well, Jim, you, you've managed to carry us up to the break perfectly. Yeah. Well, that's what I was, that, you know. That's what you pay me for. <laughs> well, they, 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 there you go. Well done. There we go. That's it. Well, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Keith, Keith, you've got ten seconds to tell us what we're going to hear from you after the news. That's a great use of 10 well seconds, done, Keith. Keith. Talk Radio. Keith, uh, let's try again. Keith, you've got 10 seconds to tell us what we're going to be hearing after the news. <laughs> Find out how that ends after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
So I just say to Catherine, do you? No, think- no, 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 no. I play. We're on the air now. Do you know? Oh, okay, I mean? okay. I played the wrong song. Though. I didn't mean to play it, but it's still a nice song. But you can smell it on her. I'm oh, shut up, bitch boys. Oh, oh, yeah. Keith. Hip, 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 and off with his head. It's good, but it's still no. Um, oh, I've got blood, blood, the thing. Because I've got this on the rock computer. <laughs> It was good, but it's still no... What the hell is going on here? Hang on, let me try again. It was good, but it's no... Off with his head! That's still the winner so far. That's Caddix off with his head. What you got for us, Keith? So, uh, I just wanted to obviously wish you a happy birthday. Uh, All the best. Really, you know, happy for you. Another year ticked off. Really good. One Um, one less to go. I was... uh, I was wondering if uh, Rob was going to hold a round of uh, of Evil Princess Holy no. Castle no. in the <laughs> Warrior Holy Castle. I I incast warriors of the endless no. medieval fortress of sorcery. That one. That well, one. My, my boys now they want to go and play Warhammer. Oh, awesome! So they're 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 kind of getting sucked into your world, which is terrifying. But the uh, good news with that is, yeah, you know that they're not going to have a lot of friends over in your house if they start playing <laughs> that. So. <laughs> I remember we tried to play Dungeons and Dragons once, a couple of times, but we never, we never, um, we never really got it, and we'd just go off and do, remember once, they, they, they brought out loads of role-playing games, um, and there was one called Golden Heroes we had, because they, obviously it wasn't licensed by DC or anything like that, yeah. so you made up your own superheroes, and it was rubbish, but we had one, what was that? Was it your phone? Sorry oh, yeah. if it was. We had, um, we had one, Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. Um, okay, okay. Um, role-playing game. Yeah. Every time we tried to deviate from the script of Indiana Jones and Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark, the, the, Wayne, the dungeon master, would go, no, you can't do that. You've got, no, because in the film, he, he um, doesn't do that. And so we, we, it was just a pointless, yeah. pointless exercise, Keith. Yeah, I mean, do you know what? I wouldn't waste my time with it. Oh. But you just called up for a game of Iron Cast Warriors <laughs> of the Medieval You called up literally. No, 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 no. I, didn't, I didn't want to get involved. I just thought it might be good, you know, for you to kind of run one for certain people who might be interested. Well, 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 no, you... that ain't going to happen. But, Keith, um, c- can we hear more of your horn? Uh, yeah, what would you like to hear? Can you play any Beach Boys or Beatles on there? Uh, or the London Boys, Requiem. <laughs> Either of those. London Boys. <laughs> no, I can't really do that. Um, I mean, you know, what about some freestyle? Can you play Lindsay Lohorn? 
Oh, I, do you know? I, I, do you know what? I've been practicing that one. Oh, where you go? <laughs> It's Lindsay Logan. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, Keith. Gatford's on the line. Even Gatford. Gatford. 0844-499-1000, by the way, if you want to um, uh, play. We've got no other callers after Gatford, so it could be... um, Gatford. Gatford. Does this mean you're going to turn up on my birthday with chocolates and crisps? When is it? A lap dunk. Um, It's October, so you've got time to get T-shirts done. There's a possibility... I will be in London quite a bit. Excellent. What you got for us, Gatford? Well, um, I had sent you a card, but Kath tells it's not arrived, so that mm. whole part has gone out the window. Oh, oh good. Anyone like, can honestly, send a card, honestly, though. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I know you don't like it, so... But I, I don't, I don't, know, honestly, it, I don't... It, I, don't it, I had yeah, to do I this forced jollity. And it was nice hanging out with my, my sons and stuff. Obviously, it was, it was a joy. Mm. But, uh, I, oh, just the whole birthday thing. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm glad it's almost done, guys. Yeah. Yeah, 55 minutes to go, and then... Then that's it. Then that's, that's it. it. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I noticed you haven't got any topics tonight or anything, so... Um, yeah, we have. Yeah, oh, really? We've got a competition to say off with their head, and then we've got co- another competition to bust Rolf Harris out of jail and bring him here by the end of the show. I'll do the easier of the two. OK, what time do you reckon you can make it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Which print? No. Um, I'll, give, I'll give it a go. Off with his head! Why? I've got to do it in a slightly piratey voice, though, haven't you? It's a warm-up, that. That was... Why would... Why would... Um, OK, uh, uh, the scene I've imagined in my head... Yeah. ...is there is um, an old homosexual man wants to execute someone. That's what well, I got from that. Stop yes. looking at Rob for a minute and concentrate on me. OK. Um, do you need the scene, Gatford? I do, yeah. Give me some, give me some context, Rob. Uh, all right, then. King Gatford has walked down. He's looked down and seen um, Vinny the Thief... Uh, right. Vinny the Thief has tried to rustle some of your ponies. You've walked down, you've decided he's guilty, you've identified him, and you say... Off with his head! That's bloody awful. Yes. Hang on a minute. Well, hey, evening, Callum! Evening. Evening, Callum. Callum's yeah. friend, we should... Uh, is a warlock, is that correct? A warlock. You're warlocked. Is, no, is your friend no. a warlock? No. Warlocks and loaded. Shut up. What is your friend, Callum? My friend. I've got quite a few friends. Isn't one like a wizard or something? <laughs> oh, wizard, yeah, we're wizard friends, that's it. Wizard. Yeah, 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 fine, fine, that's what I meant. Warlock, wizard, it's, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, similar, can he, yeah. Can he do a love potion? Shut up, Gaffer, you haven't even got any friends. <laughs> so stop. Well, that's why I want the love potion. Exactly. Um, did we get to the point of your call, Gatford? There really wasn't one. OK. Callum. Yes. Good evening. Evening, you're all right. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. There we go, we've got it. Now we're we're cooking it with gas. There you go. Now we're in. Cooking with gas, yes. 0844 499 1000. What have you got for us, Callum? Uh, People again. There was somebody in Sheffield. There were some people in Sheffield? This has to be stopped. How do we end this? (laughs) They just keep talking bullshit. I don't it comes in this community caffeine. This comes from a fella who's, who's got a mate who's a wizard. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now go on. And this other fella, he comes yeah. in and he's saying, I've been on TV in 1988 and I've done all this and I've done all that <laughs> and I've had all these women. I says, prove it. I says, you're talking bullshit. Where, where, where's the VHS of both events? He says, 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 I'm on the internet. Then he goes, I'm not on the internet. Then he goes, I am. I says, prove it. Prove it. Tell me your surname. Say, say prove it again. Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. Okay. Um, so what did he say he was in? It says he were hosting a radio show. On the telly? In, Is uh, it James Whale? He did TV, Phil somebody. Okay, Phil, right, that narrows it down. So there Phil somebody on TV hosting a radio show in the 80s. Yeah. From the Sheffield. The day Diana died. The day Diana died? Something. That was, the, that was the 90s. Oh, he's talking bull then, isn't he? Well... <laughs> was it, did he did he say Princess Diana or just Diana? Princess Diana. Oh. Um, what do, do we have a last name, Callum? That would really be very very helpful. He won't give it me. No. Hang on a minute. So where does it? Where was it? I think I think you're right, Callum. I think your bullshine detector is um, superb. Yeah. Where 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 did you come across this Phil character? It just pops in every now and then and talks. Pops in where? You? Community cafe. Oh, okay. All right. Ah, okay. 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 Well, maybe, you know, maybe he believes it in his head. Yeah, I certainly do. There you go. Yeah, well, he's, he's, you know. Uh, I just we... laugh at him. <laughs> there, was, there was at least one person who said we could have solar energy, yeah. and they laughed. The world, yeah. the world is round, and they laughed. <laughs> My watch is solar-powered. Your watch? Yeah. Is it? It's an eco, yeah. How does that work? Don't need a battery. Oh. There you go. Yeah. Well, you, the thing is, what? How do you tell the time at night? Hey. I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> got you totally there you go. Why don't you just? You could just get yeah. a wind-up watch, though. They already made watches that don't need batteries. They're called old-fashioned yeah. watches. Yeah, I could, but I've got this one now. Why don't we have more solar power in this country, Callum? I think government likes spending money on other things. Yeah, right, don't they? Sure. Don't they? Yeah. Yeah. This is the thing. It's a it's a conspiracy. Con, spear, ah, see, the con part of it is they want to rip you off. The spear yeah. bit is they want to kill you. Ah, I don't know. And do you yeah, see? Right. <laughs> do, do you see? Yeah. Conspira, do that. you see? See. Paul, I text on Paul Ross's show a couple of mornings ago. He said, government's not got no money. It's our money. It's that case. We could get rid of the system. What a load of rubbish that way. Uh, <laughs> if, if we got rid of all the gov- all the MPs, right, Callum? Yeah. Do you think there'd be any difference in the world? Vastly different. be a lot more peaceful. I think it would be more peaceful. Yeah. I, I, I think it'd be more peaceful. We'd, I mean, there'd be a little bit more murder and looting. I think we'd be all right. It would eventually, it would, it would sort itself out, wouldn't it, Callum? Yeah. Well, I've studied planet with my other wizard friend. Yeah. Uh, other wizard friend. Uh, into BC, uh, planet before these rules, and it was a lot more peaceful place. Can you find way. those rules and and maybe get them to us one night? Because I'd like to discuss them for, with you. Rules. Yes. You mentioned rules. Oh, like we'll system and this, I don't know, our etiquette and understanding of all this, like, yeah. draconian stuff that we have now, I, think, mm. I don't like it. You I'm don't like standing? 
standing or try to start being. I like I like everybody to be free and happy. That's all I want in life. Yeah. Let's have fun. What more could you want? It's a nice message, Callum. Yeah. Can I ask I'm a gonna... quick one? Go on. About being a wizard, Callum. Yeah. You know, like boxers look at Rocky and say, "Oh, that's not real boxing." How does yeah. your wizard friend look at, say, the Harry Potter books? Mm. It's not to be Harry Potter, it's to do with Cosmos. Mm. It's a website called Space Station Plaza. You put your date of birth in. We've and done it. I've done it. We did it. It's a good he's, website. He's done his. But it's not always it's wizards and crystals and yeah. warriors and, well, right. and all sorts of things. All right, Callum. Listen, mate, thanks for calling. All right, thanks, Ian. Ta-ta. High five. Uh, take care. Bye-bye. There we go. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Rob, I'm going to kick you out. Yes. Thanks for coming. Okay. Um, dear listener, you can call us. We have uh, Jim Ken- Jim Kennedy. Why do I know your last name? I don't know. Uh, there was a president called that. No, but could, I, it could well be that. But, but but he said no. But it says on my screen Jim Kennedy, and I never get told the. But why why did you tell them your last name? <laughs> because she forced me into it. Ian. She for- <laughs> We'll find out more after this. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. Jim Kennedy's on the line. Good evening, Jim Kennedy. <laughs> oh, I'm so not impressed that my full name is on there, but yeah, hello, Ian. Uh, no. I did phone up wondering yeah. if you fancy the game of Prady. Oh, I've got a clarty mouth now because I've eaten a load of chocolate. <clears throat> it's been a while. All right, yeah, go on, why not? <clears throat> okay. You ready? Right, okay. No, hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cass, gonna count. Cass, can you on that microphone? Can you just count us in? So it's one, two, three, go, pra. Okay, one, two, three, go, pra. So just whack that mic up. There'll be one of those faders. One of those faders will do it. Just hit all the faders. Just keep, just whack. No, nope, there's the ones in here. Another fader. There'll be another fader there. This whack. one. There we go. We got hey. it. So it's one, two, three, go, pra. Okay. Hang on a minute. Yep. Oh. oh. Here we go. <laughs> one, two, three, go. Jim? I've I've lost. (laughs) He just disappeared. No, boy, it... Petered out towards the end. That was uh, rubbish. <laughs> I was expecting a real challenge there. There was nothing. Yeah, well, there was yeah, nothing. At least, at least I remembered it. <laughs> well, sorry, mate. Listen, if you come on the show to try and challenge me to a Pradeep, <laughs> and you get destroyed as badly as you got destroyed, well, you know, yeah, embarrassing. Th- don't be embarrassed. You, you, yeah. you called in. You're a good sport. Thank you, Jim. Anything else? Yeah. Um, as- Paul Ross, is everything just forgiven then? Everyone's just forgotten about that antics. Well, let's tread very carefully, right, because he's a colleague and he's not well, here. I'm not calling him names. No, no, uh, no, no, no. But... First of all, I'm not convinced there's anything to be forgiven for, right? Right. Because, um, you know, what what happened... Tell the story. Well... I don't. I don't. Oh God, this is this is Again, weird. I don't, this I don't is, want to put you in a position. Well, where you, you're going you, to you put me in a position, but I'll be honest. It's the elephant in the in the radio. It's it the be. it's the yeah. elephant in the whole station. I. <laughs> I'm right. glad I brought it up. 
No. I'm just, and the, re- the only reason I'm hesitating, right, is because he's a colleague. Yeah, I'm and sure he's a lovely bloke. He's a nice bloke. Um, I imagine Christmas dinner, Jonathan does the carving. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's, um, per- right, okay, when, when it all happened, right, when it all broke, and I'm not, if you don't know what it is, I'm not going to go into detail, right? It's front page. No, I'm oh, talking to the I'm other being, listener. Sorry, listeners, yeah. It was front page story for a while. Um, I sent him an email. I sent him an email saying, chin up, Paul, good luck, you'll get through this. He didn't reply, and that's fair enough. But I don't think... Arrogant. No, 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 no. Come on, Jim. If we're going to do this, you've got to be fair. I know, but you've got to be fair. Come on. Um, apart from che- apart from cheating on his wife, I don't think he did any- didn't, certainly didn't do anything illegal. No. no I don't think not. he did anything particularly wrong, really. It's a strange story, though. It's a very, very, very strange story. How does Bond get sucked into that lifestyle? Come on, Jim, you're not playing fair. I'm going to let you go, because you're not playing... You're not. not... You know, you're not playing fair. You're not playing fair, and I'm trying to have a... You've raised an interesting point. It is the elephant in the station, and um, uh, you, uh, there were one too many low swipes there, which I'm, I'm, I'm not going to stand for, because he is a colleague. don't know him particularly well, but he's always been absolutely charming to me. Um, I don't... Again, apart from cheating on his wife... I don't think he did anything wrong, really. Nothing illegal. Everyone was consenting, you know. I, I, I felt I felt sorry for the bloke. The embarrassment and the shame. Now, were it me, I think I would do a, I, I would do a whole show about it. I'd say, right, you all know this stuff, so let's do let's do three hours on it, right? And then it's done, and then it's out of the way, and it is done. That's how I'd do it. I'd do a phone-in about it. I'd take all the jokes, all the jibes. I'd discuss the psychology of it. I'd discuss the effects that it had on me and, and those involved that I was, felt comfortable talking about. I would do all of that. And at the end of it, I'd go, right, now, can we carry on with the show and, and, and move on? Now, that's obviously not his style, and that's absolutely fine. You know, good luck to him, but that's how I would do it. But, um... um I don't think he did anything. I, I, he seems forgiven. I mean, I don't think he did anything that warranted a forgiving. You know, I, 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 I just, I, I'm not interested. Here's the thing, right? And I hope the newspapers get this one day. I don't care who puts their willy where. Well, that's good, isn't it? You can write that. I, I don't care who puts their willy where or what they do. Or I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't care what happens in bedrooms or car parks or what, any. I don't care. Couldn't care less. Is it with is it with children or is it being forced on people? No, fine. Then carry on with it, guys. You carry on, honestly. And I think that you. I mean, we we all, we all giggle and snigger at these stories. Of course we do. Of course we do. But you don't want that from your newspapers. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it that the majority of you, you don't want that tittle tattle. Again, you go back to the um, the injunction and the you know the um, paddling pool story, right? Most of you know it is, and I'm sure when you found out, you went, "All oh, right," and you got on with your lives, and that was it. You found out it was such and such. You went, "All oh, right, okay." Anyway, what's what's for tea tonight? And you got on with your lives because it has no impact on our lives whatsoever. I couldn't care less. Couldn't care less what people get up to, um, as long as everyone's consenting, everyone's of age, you carry on and have a good time. And I want more from my newspapers than stories that are taken um, off of faux outrage on Twitter 
and stories about celebrities putting their willies, you know, where we think their, their willies shouldn't go. That's it, really. Oh, and women in bikinis on beaches where you can see cellulite, and aren't they fat? I'd, I don't, I don't, I want more than that from our newspapers. I want to know um, the facts about... I don't want to know the facts about Brexit. I couldn't give a stuff. I want to know about... Um, oh, what well, you know, OK, right. So Paul Ross, doing what he did, right, whatever, was front-page newspaper with big spreads in, right? A former aide to David Cameron, who got caught with child pornography on his computer, and he got sentenced to... I think it was two years suspended sentence because of the embarrassment he would have suffered. That gets like a tiny paragraph... Um, on an even-numbered page in a newspaper. Does that sound right? You know, who's done the, the biggest wrong thing there? Do you know what I mean? Does that sound fair? No. Newspapers in this country, for the most part, and we'll look at the newspapers in a little bit because there ain't much else to do, but they're just... They're, they're weighted completely inappropriately. right? And I think... I'm pretty confident that the majority of you are better than that and you don't want that. Like the paddling pool. I told you, I, 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 I met some of the people involved in that story. They were lovely people. And I was embarrassed that I knew what had been going on. I was embarrassed. I thought, I wish I didn't know that. Because it's none of my business. It's literally none of my business. And all these, oh, it's free, free speech. The day free speech dies. No, the day you couldn't print a really mucky story that you bought off someone about them having sex in, in a threesome. That's not free speech. Since when is paying people for stories about who they slept with anything more than um, revenge porn? It's the same thing as revenge porn. It's nasty. It's distasteful. And I don't want any part of it, you scumbags. Anyway, on that bombshell, 0844 499 1000. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So here's the thing. I'm watching this brilliant documentary, right, on Netflix. And it had me in floods of tears today. And it's about a world I know nothing about, right? I managed to get, I managed to watch about, uh, about an hour of it yesterday, about 45 minutes of it today. I've got another 19 minutes to go, right? And it's about, it's, it's actually, it's beautiful, right? It's a little bit too long, but it's beautiful. It's about these, um, I'm going to use the incorrect terminology, right? Because I don't know it. All right, so bear with me. Some of you will know it better than me. But it's about WWF wrestlers from the 80s, right? These, the, the, these guys that were huge stars. And it's about one in particular, this guy called um, Jake the Snake did a little, little lump, right? And his gimmick was, right? And actually, watching it, 80s WWF looked like quite good fun. His gimmick was he had a mullet and he had a sack, right? And in his sack was a snake. And he would bring this snake out and it would bite his opponents, right? I would imagine, I would imagine, 0844 499 1000, I would imagine that that goes against WWF rules and regulations. I would have thought that actually having a poisonous snake is kind of inappropriate and you wouldn't be allowed to do that. That's what I would have thought, but I don't know the rules. I know there's a guy called Papa Shanga who would do black magic, so maybe the rules, you know, 
doing a play. And this guy was like a big star in the 80s, right? Big, big star, right? And he blew it all on booze and cocaine, of course. Those delicious little naughty darlings that ruin lives. Booze and cocaine. And boy, oh boy, if you've ever met anybody on cocaine, man alive. There are arguments for some drugs, but cocaine, it just, it sucks all the goodness out of your soul. That's not my quote, that's someone else's quote, and I can't think who it is. But it's just a horrible, dirty little drug that, um, that does nothing apart from make you boring, tedious, and nasty, and self-obsessed. Right? Horrible. So this guy, this Jake the Snake, did little, little, um, um, blew it all on booze and coke, right, and became fat. And there was a big thing a few years ago where he kind of made a comeback wrestling match, but he was off his gourd. He was completely high as a kite. And it was uh, it was embarrassing. It was an embarrassment. Right. And um, he exposed himself, and it was just, it was just awful. And so the documentary is about another American wrestler, a guy called Dallas somebody. I don't know. I don't know their names, right? who has started kind of a rehab program for washed-out wrestlers. And he gets this Jake the Snake, and he takes him to his, like, farm somewhere, ranch, and he gets him clean and sober. And he starts kind of... I mean, this guy can't even walk 20 paces without being out of breath and covered in sweat. And he starts him on a training regime, like yoga and fitness and all this kind of stuff, right? And he, he gets he gets like a couple of weeks, and he goes out on the booze, and then he gets a, a week, and he goes out on the booze, and he keeps coming and going, and eventually gets about 90 days, right? And then they um, <clears throat> they bring in another wrestler. Now, I don't know the guy's name. I'm going to try and just... Dis- Bruce? Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Bruce. Bruce, were you, were you a fan of American wrestling? Not only am I a fan, this is my wheelhouse. Um, oh. Not my wheelhouse, my wheelhouse. Yes. Um, but also, I've just watched that documentary as well, so I can tell you that that guy is uh, Scott Hall. Right, OK, so don't get... I'm, I've got 20 minutes in the end, right, so don't tell me the end. Scott, the guy... Who's the the, the guy chewing the matchstick? Yeah, that's Scott Hall. Right, it, it, it yeah. is... It is incredible and it's so well made this documentary right so you see what was his he was like a bad a bad guy was he in in the wrestling world he looks he looks bad yeah so i mean the reason why i just called up by the way happy birthday yep um is because you you were talking about this but more importantly you said about jake the snake and about um the rules and regulations and how carrying a snake with you um would seem to go against that really yes um so, and we'll get on to Scott Hall in just a second, yeah. but I wanted to talk you through a few of the gimmicks that were going around at that time. Oh, please do, because I, I always, listen, I poo-pooed American wrestling in the 80s as nonsense, fake rubbish. And looking at these clips, it looks flipping brilliant. I, I tell you what, Ian, what I'll do is uh, I'll uh, I'll tweet you some, some things, some highlights to watch. I won't, listen, well, I, I'm, I, Bruce, save your time, because I, I don't click on links, but I might I, I might have a little bit of... Um, <laughs> oh, um, no, no, I haven't got... It won't be direct links, because okay. most of it you'll have to... Ste- uh, are you aware of Steel Chair it? magazine? I think no, it's a, I'm not. It's a wrestling no. mag. They're tweeting me now, and okay. they're saying that Dallas is a bit of a dick. Well, he might well be. But go on, give us yeah. some of the gimmicks from the 80s, then. Okay, so we had Jake the Snake Roberts, yep. the man who carried a snake around. Of course, you must have heard of The Undertaker. I know the name. Go on, what was his? Yeah, uh, The Undertaker was a dead man. Who, uh, <laughs> oh, mate. Back and 
when when he won, this is back in the day. He doesn't do this now, but when he used to win matches, yeah. he used to put the opponent into a body bag and oh, zip it up. Beautiful, okay. beautiful. Uh, we had a mounty. Yeah. We had uh, a police officer called the Big Boss Man. Oh, Big Boss Man! Yeah, yeah. Who was this? Mm-hmm. The, there was the, the the Colonel or someone, like a military man, because he uh, pops up in this. Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. Yes, of course, Sergeant, Sergeant Slaughter. Slaughter. Yes, yes. Um, we had Brutus the Barber Beefcake, who yeah. carried around garden shears rather than. Now, mate. Business. Now that has got to be. Here's the thing I don't get about American wrestling when it's tag team, right? Because hmm. I saw I, the few times I saw it when it was tag team, right? Yeah. What would happen is. That what like one of the wrestlers would um, be talking to the referee, right? And the referee wouldn't notice that behind him, the other fella's got a chair and he's smacking someone over the chair. Then he gets a stick and he smack, and then he's like he's he's jumping on their throat. And he's doing all this stuff that is obviously against regulations. But the ref and the whole the stadium is screaming, "Ref, you've got to look behind you!" And he's talking to the fella. Distraction techniques. Now, surely, when after that, when he goes back and watches it on tape, he must. Does he not get disciplined or something? No, because they never go back and watch it. It happens live, they never go back and watch it. We can, but in their world it's happened, it doesn't exist anymore. It's, it's carried on. Yeah, okay. But I know what you're saying. Um, for Scott Hall, uh, he used to be somebody called Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon, and, that's it, Razor Ramon, yeah. yeah. And he used to talk like he was uh, supposed to be from Cuba. Yeah. Uh, so Chico a lot. Yeah. Uh, and he used to wear gold. And you used to be a bit of a sleazeball, really. A, a mullet, but I, I guess I, I don't need to say the word mullet, because they all had them, but slick back, black hair, leather jackets, and would chew a matchstick. And he looked, you know, he looked buff, um, yep. and he was, looked like a badass. Yeah, absolutely. And the bit in this documentary, right, where you see him in his 80s glory, and it's glorious, it's beautiful, right? Absolutely beautiful, mm-hmm. right? And then it cuts to a phone call of him, where he's on the other end of the phone, slurring his way through a phone call. He doesn't even have a clue what's going on. Yep. And then you cut to a shot, right, and they go, right, so we're going to go and meet him at the airport and we'll see what shape he's in. And you see this fat, broken old man being wheeled on a wheelchair. And you've just seen this beautiful, you know, beautiful in terms of of WWF, this massive hulk of a man, the, the arrogance of the character, and you see this fat, bloated, alcoholic, broken old man. Do you know what? It, I, was in te- I was in tears. I was in tears, Bruce. And the bit where he meets up with um, Jake the Snake and they, they start... I was absolutely in floods of tears because it broke my heart. What's amazing... And I don't know, I don't know who these people are. I don't, I've got no idea. Yeah. And that's what's, that, I think that's what's most impactful about what you're saying is because I did grow up... Um, watching these people. So I, the thing is, although uh, I was looking forward to the documentary, I kind of knew a lot of the story because I've I, I've seen it unfold yeah. because of still keeping it up to date with that kind of stuff. Yeah. So the fact that you, you this is new to you and it's caused cool that, it yeah. shows just how impactful it is. Well, for me, it was because it was partly loads of things. Partly because it's my birthday, partly because I'm feeling terrible at the moment, partly because I'd spent the, do- the day with my boys and um, you know I was thinking about ageing and getting old and missing my dad and you know how we all get old and it is when you see that that jump of about what about 30 35 years from you know beautiful um, um uh, fit young human beings to broken old men who've wasted a lot of their lives by drinking and shoving coke up their nose oh yeah absolutely. it's heartbreaking absolutely yeah but i tell you what, if you want if you want some fun um knock yourself out a 3 month trial the WWE Network, 
and watch some of like the things like the Royal Rumbles from the eighties because it's it's like Netflix for wrestling. Everything they've ever done is on there. Okay. And if you go back and watch some of that stuff, it's it is a lot of fun. It is a lot. Of, to be honest, a lot more fun than the product is nowadays. Although I, I kind of dip my toe in it still, it, it's not got the, the fun and the extravagance that it used to it's have. Pantomime. It's pantomime. It's pantomime. The old stuff is pantomime, and I, I wish American. I wish I'd been in it. I'm not in it. I wish I'd been watching it. <laughs> but it's the American version because I mean Americans don't have pantomime. But you're right. The whole thing about the look behind you, Ref, look behind you. Yeah. That is what yeah, we yeah. do at Christmas. Yeah. And they never kind of had. So, um, Bruce, listen. Yeah. I, I thank you for that. Thank you for filling in a few gaps. Um, it, 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 honestly, right. This it's a little bit too long. I would say it's about fifteen minutes too long, right? And I'm not seeing the ending yet. But as a film about aging. Wasting lives, wasting talent. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, um, wasting money. Just the amount of money these people are wasted on cocaine and booze and loneliness. That's what it comes down to, right? It's about loneliness, fear, and shame. Jake the Snake, right? The reason he's a mess is because his dad. He was never good enough for his dad, in his dad's eyes. It's all about, it's what it all comes down to. And I think most of us can identify with that in a certain way, whether it's not specifically our dads, it might be teachers or mums or or, or siblings or whatever, right? He breaks down, this big hulk of a man, right? And he breaks down remembering how he was never good enough in his dad's eyes. And that, and you know, despite all the millions of dollars and the success and the fame, uh, he's just oh, this is going to sound pretentious, but yeah, he's just this lost little boy. He's, he's a lost little boy, and it's so joyous to see him getting sober and um, bonding with Rick Ramon, Ramon, and um, kind of getting some dignity back in their lives. You know, as 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 they get. Older. It's such a good film. It's on Netflix, and I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> so, but you, Jake the Snake, look that up and you'll find it. 0844 499 1000. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hello, Stacey. Hi, are you all right? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. you. Yeah, all right, I'm all right, I'm all right. Yeah, um, talking about the Jake the Snake Roberts uh, documentary. Have you seen it? Yeah, I I literally watched it yesterday. Oh, how funny. Has it just popped up on Netflix then? Well, yeah, I was trolling through Netflix and I was like, oh, please let there be something good on. And all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, this is like the best thing I've ever seen. Are you a fan of wrestling then? I'm going to have to be honest, I'm 35 years old and I'm still a fan of wrestling. Oh no, good for you, man. Like, and I've got my son into wrestling, so yeah. we we watch it together. And for me, I, I was watching the documentary. I was, I was just like, oh man, that's like he was like they're my childhood heroes. And I'm like, oh, no one wants to see their heroes look like that. Was he a big star then, Jake the Snake? Was he huge? Yeah, he was a big star. He was a big star, like a big build star as well. And Razor Ramon as well. Yeah. Obviously, not so much Razor Ramon, but uh, Jake the Snake was he was really big. Do you know what? I think I'm going to try... It's a long shot. I'm going to try and get him on the show at some point. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can find a contact for him and see if we can get him on the show, because it's such... Um, well, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? It's absolutely heartbreaking. You see him living in that crappy little house all on his own, big, fat, you know, bloke who hasn't got any grip on reality because he's drunk all the time. 
the, the thing is as well, like from what I got from it, I think that uh, WWE, it, would, it was called WWF, I think they fouled their wrestlers as well. I think in what they way would cu- they would cut their contracts and just set them free, right? It's a bit like and without any, it was it's a money making machine. Even to this day, it's like the, I think the guy that owns WWE, Vince McMahon, I think he's worth like one point seven billion dollars. Oh, there's a moment in there, isn't there? And I, okay, right. I don't know the part. I've heard of Vince McMahon, but there's a moment where um, someone says to Jake, "Did you speak to Vince McMahon?" And he says briefly. And there's obviously some kind of beef between them. Yeah, I think that he's uh, an incredibly shrewd businessman. Well, he's got to be, right? Like, he, he owns WWE. And um, I, I, I just think that back in the day, they didn't really care for their stars. Like, today, they they they, they bring them up, they train them, they, they obviously look after them. They're, more, they're athletes now. Where back then, yeah, they used to go out drinking, they did drugs, where now... Wrestlers are drug tested. If you found doing drugs, you sacked. Yeah. It's um. <laughs> did you? Did you? Well, the eighties. Yeah. Did you know what had happened to Jake the Snake then before you saw you the know, film? Do you know what? Unfortunately, I kind of, I kind of had, had like heard about bits and pieces. And you, did you see on it when he was trying to get in the ring and he was drunk? Yeah, the, the car crash, and then he gets he exposes himself and stuff, and it's just it's embarrassing. Like it's un- one of my friends sent it to me like online, like, "Oh, you've got to watch this." I was like, "You know what? I I, I don't need to see that." And but it's the kind of thing it was on. It was on the yeah. it was on the documentary. But also, like, oh, also, man. you know, actually, it might in 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 retrospect, it might have been a good thing that he got put online because I think it's one of the things that that kind of made him realise how screwed his life was. Yeah, definitely. But, but it's interesting, as I get older and older, year, five years ago, I would have laughed at that clip. Maybe even less than five years ago, I'd have watched that clip and laughed at it. Um, but now when I look at it, you know, with with a little bit more, kind of, uh, a few more years under my belt, yeah, I, I, see, like, I see know, someone who's lost, you know, someone who's lost. Up, like, you never grew up watching them, so no? let's just say, like, for argument's sake, it was one of your beloved monkeys. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you, like, you wouldn't watch, you wouldn't no. want to see that, because no. you're like, oh, come on, man, like, I, like, I, I had all, as a kid, like, you was, like, the best. Yeah. And to see you like that, I just thought, oh, man, come on. Like you like all the time I'm watching it. I'm like in the, in the back of my mind, like a young like seven year old going, "You got Jake the Snake Roberts, mate." Yeah, you got Jake the Snake. You know what I mean? Isn't it funny? There's a brilliant scene in the film, and I get the point you're making there. The connection you're making there. There's a brilliant scene in the film where I don't know if it's like um, is it trick or treat? Someone knocks on Dallas's door, right? Who's this other big wrestling star? Uh, uh, Diamond Dallas Page, what yeah, an absolute legend, man. and what and a legend, and and it, so he goes out and does trick or treat or whatever. I can't remember exactly what it is. And then the bloke sees Jake the Snake over his shoulder, and he can't believe it. He, of course he can't. He gets all speech like, oh, oh Mr. Mr. Snake, you're a hero of mine. You know, it's it's wonderful. It's a wonderful moment. Like when I was when I was young, like, I was lucky enough. Like I met Hulk Hogan in Florida yeah. when we was on holiday once. When we I was about nine, yeah. and he was just running oh, down wow. the beach. Wow, how that, cool is that? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool, right? But I, I reckon I would still be like I watched that guy when he opened the door. I'll think I'd I'd still be the same. <laughs> <laughs> if I met him today, I'd still be like Jesus Christ, you're Hulk Hogan. <laughs> how how old's your boy? Uh, he's eight, and and he loves it, does he? Oh, honestly, God, he loves it. And do you know what? I actually prefer him to watch it now because it is more. To say it's a sport is ridiculous because we all know we all know that it's it's nonsense. But 
it's their athletes. Oh yeah, they're fit. They're fit after. men who are who are acting. Yeah, that, and that's it. Yeah. There's no, there's no shame that, in that either. The you know. thing that annoys me about wrestling, like people go, oh, you know it's not real. And I'm like, yes. You know, obviously I know it's not real. You know EastEnders isn't know. real. You know it's not a documentary. Yeah, I just say that it's, it is a soap opera for men. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And, well, and, and, and isn't it nice to share something that was important to you when you were eight with your eight-year-old? Oh, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's magic, isn't it? I've got the same yeah, with my boys. You know, but, but it's brilliant. Watching, watching um, videos. Or my, 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 el- my eldest, who's six, he asked me for a Beach Boys CD the other day. And I've just, I've yeah, just bought him his cool. first Beach Boys CD. And we sh- it's magical to share that stuff with the kids. Yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant because like, I know how much I loved it as a kid. So if, I, if he can get a, a, just a bit out of it that I got out of it, then that's a result. Nice one, mate. Thank you for that, Stacey. Good to talk to you. Speak to you soon. Cheers, mate. Ta-ta. There we go. Andrus. Hello. Hello. What have you got for us? Oh, it's a sucks here. Um, nothing really uh, transcendental or remotely transcendental. Um, I'm just a crazy Spaniard. Um, I just wanted to talk to you for a while now, but nothing really uh, in particularly important. Well, this is, well that, that's kind of the vibe of the... Uh... I was going to say the show tonight, but that's kind of the vibe of the show. There's, there's no, you know, there doesn't have to be anything pressing or important. Oh, yeah, see what's important, Andrew. There's a cup of tea's coming in. Here we go. Thank you, Catherine. You, beautiful. It's always important, especially in Britain. But as a foreigner, which I kind of got addicted to your previous breakfast show. Um, Did you? It's really exciting, you know, to uh, say hello. I, well, <laughs> you're very kind. Whereabouts, whereabouts are you from and whereabouts do you live now? Um, I live in Aylesbury, and I'm from the south of Spain, uh, from a uh, very sunny uh, place called Granada. Sounds, sounds, it's, I don't know it. It sounds beautiful. How does Aylesbury, which I do know a little bit better, how does that compare? Um, wet, uh, <laughs> grey, <laughs> cold, not too cold lately, but um, it's definitely greyer. Well, how have you found yourself over here then? Work, I guess. Work or love? It'd be one of work or love. I'm going to say it's love. It's both. Is it? But you're not going to believe my wife's Italian, and I met her in, in Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate! That's fantastic. Well, what yeah. was an Italian and a Spaniard doing in Northampton, then? Yeah, everybody asked me that question first when, when they met me. Yeah, it's, um, it, it, I, well, I work, it's just a coincidence. We, I, I like to say it was fate. Yeah. It had to be there. We were destined to meet each other, I suppose, and and just keep living in a grey, wet place. And how long have you been in this country? Uh, for about six years now. Oh, OK. So, so, you, so you're, are you used... Is six years enough for you to acclimatise, literally, and be used to the cold, wet greyness of what... Uh, Aylesbury's nice, but, yeah. I'm going to say, unfortunately, between brackets, yes, because when I go back... What, it's not now anymore home. I feel like a foreigner. But I'm not. I, it, but the thing is, I don't really feel 100% at home in here. So I don't. It's like not homeless, but I. You know, you come. You become a citizen of the world, and yeah. it really acquires a true meaning. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fascinating because people don't really understand that. But you, um, you have, have lost a lot of your Spanish accent. Have I? Yeah, you have, and it's interesting because I mean I can still hear it. I can still hear it, but you sound um, a lot less Spanish. A lot. I'm going to say this. It's going to sound clunky. Hang on. You sound a lot less foreign 
than a lot of other people I've heard who've been in this country for a lot longer, if that makes yeah. sense. Kind of. It makes sense. And, and I, get that, um, I get that a bit. Um, that is probably because I've put a lot of effort into that because, unfortunately, there's still a lot of prejudice. Yeah. And, um, and quite a lot of people would not... It's not racism, but it's prejudice. It doesn't mean it's necessarily a bad thing. It's just we're humans and we tend to prejudge... Uh, the foreign, or we don't. And how does that man? How does that that um, judgment manifest itself then? What kind of things do you notice? Um, well, to be honest, it, it, I haven't had it for a while. It was for the first years. It's coldness. Obviously, what I've noticed with uh, this is my turn to prejudge, right? Yeah. So I'm going to prejudge the average British person, um, which is someone that's cold that it doesn't open itself or himself or herself yeah. to. Uh, to you, but whereas probably it's, uh, an Italian or a Spaniard would very, like, in no time would invite you to his house. Yeah. I, the prejudice, what it does is just... I think makes... that a lot of um, British people, a lot, uh, I can't quantify it, and I think the listeners to this show are a little bit different, but I think a significant number of British people aren't interested in in, in other cultures and other countries. It's that thing. Whenever you go, if you go to holiday in Spain, I've not been to Spain for a long time actually, but if you go to Spain or I go to Greece a lot, um, there will always be a British pub and there will always be a cafe serving real English breakfast. There's, well, we go to Zakynthos a lot because we've got family over there. And yep. the, um, the, the, there, there is a street where there are loads of restaurants and pubs and cafes that boast they show English football matches and the X Factor and Big Brother. <laughs> and you think, geez, I, if, I, when I go abroad, I want to be um, submerged in the foreign culture. Well, you should avoid sort of, you know, like proper touristic places. I'd say yeah. my hometown is not that common to find. You find an Irish pub, that's very common to find, typical Irish pub, or what they call an Irish pub, which is basically a place where they serve a lot of beer and they put folk music. Yeah. But not well, a lot of, uh, of English pubs as such. Andres, um, listen, um, how long have you been listening for then? Uh, tonight? Well, no, in, no, in total to me. You, you said you listened to me doing the breakfast show. So, what, a couple of I'm years? Gonna say, uh, I'm going to say for three years. I, I, the thing, I got an hour commute on the mornings, yeah. and uh, I kind of got addicted to it. When you got kicked out of the uh, previous show, yeah. I, I, I got really annoyed because all of a sudden me my too. commute became massively boring. Yeah, yeah. And, me me too. Know, well, you wait till you hear what they're going to do with it in the next couple of months. Uh, Andres, it's, I'm, listen, I'm glad you called me. Call again, won't you? It's a great first call. Brilliant, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely call you again, yeah. Thank you, mate. Take care. I'm, I'm joking, of course. They've got someone really good going in to fill in the breakfast show, so that'll be... Uh, you, you lucky lot. You're being spoiled on the radio. So there's another uh, option for you to listen to. Uh, Kyle's on the line. Evening, Kyle. Evening. Evening, okay. Kyle. What you got for us? Uh, well, I was gonna, uh, just going to say, sorry, um, just the stuff about the wrestling, so I'm, I'm fascinated to hear it because I'm a long-term wrestling fan as well. And there's another great wrestling documentary. Yes. I don't think it's on Netflix anymore, uh, but it was on. It was made in 1997 yeah. about a man called uh, Bret Hart, the hitman Bret Hart, yeah. um, who was in Canada. Um, and basically he ended up in a contract dispute with Vince McMahon. Yeah. Uh, and the sort of end of you know, obviously you're probably not going to watch it, but the end, the end scene of it... Wagga, wagga, don't spoil it. Is it, is it called Beyond the Mat? Yes. Right, someone's just oh, no, recommended. No, 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 it's Wrestling with Shadows. Oh, okay, oh, all right. Shadows, okay. 
Um, okay. Well, well, don't, spo- don't spoil it. Don't... No, it's not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. Well, you're about, you, the sentence started with, in the end... Well, no, because it starts at, it starts at the end mm-hmm. and everything that leads to it. Mm-hmm. It's a really weird, structured film. Yeah. But Brett says, at some point, you know, what they do is, uh, for the wrestlers, um, and it's like the other caller who mentioned it, um, about how, like, you know, yeah. obviously Vince McMahon makes his money, but Brett was like, he'd worked there for about 14 years and missed about three nights. Yeah. And he sort of said, they, they take you out in the back like a, a circus animal and they just shoot you. Well, there's a... <laughs> Kyle, we're coming up to the break. There's a, there's a bleak outlook. Thank you, Kyle. Talk Radio. OK, last hour of the show coming up. We'll take calls straight to air. A little bit different from the rest of the show. Don't call now! I'll tell you exactly when to call. Well, you can start calling after the news. I'm Ian Lee, this is Talk Radio, and this is the latest news. Across the UK, online and on DAB. He has made a covenant with the night, and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut, after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well... Let's try the new Stone Roses song, shall we? Let's, let's um, dip into this. Hang on a second. <clears throat> it's on YouTube. Stone Roses, beautiful thing. Well, it's a little bit quiet so far. Let's try it. Skip forward a bit. Well, is this computer on? Because there's nothing coming out. Let me, um... Well, the YouTube video is silent, guys. Where's the bloody song? Um... Um, is it on, it? I just unplugged that. Plug in again. Well, there's nothing coming out. Maybe they um, they got rid of the song. Let me have a little look-sees. Let's have a little look-sees. Hang on a second. That works, OK. Is, what are you doing? Is your YouTube muted? No. Oh, is that... uh, no. Um, well, I guess it's... Uh, let me just try one more little thing. Ah, I can see. I can see what's going on here. Let's try th- 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 this. I'm not a Stone Roses... I, I mean, I quite like the second Stone Roses album, so... Um, someone has written, OMG, go to 4 minutes 25. OK, well, let's let's follow that instruction and go to 4 minutes 25, and let's see what happens. We've got 4.11. Here we go.
Here we go. Stone Roses song. It's all. I think it's all right, isn't it? It's. All, I mean, it's. It's the, it's the Stone Roses. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's um, gentle, psychedelic, um, um, summer music, right? Yeah. Let's see what uh, you think. Line one. What do you reckon to this? This is from the second Stone Roses album. This is a 12-story love song. Thank you very much indeed. I wait for four four nine nine one thousand. What do you think to the new Stone Roses song? I quite, I quite like this. I, I mean, I might buy it, but it was never really my thing. Saying that, I'm the first album. Well, saying that, maybe. I, hang on, how much? Is, if I can get the first album for a penny on eBay, on Amazon, I will. Line one. What do you think of the new Stone Roses song? Bernie Winters, there we go. Okay, okay, it's okay. But we're talking about the the new Stone Roses song. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can call in and give us your thoughts about that. We can be relevant and hip and happening, guys. Of course, we can do that. I know we're talk radio, but we can be hip and happening. Or you can phone in and make fart noises and play old um, jingles down the phone. I don't mind either way. It's the last hour of the show. I don't mind. You do what you want to do. I don't know. I couldn't care less. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand, seven pence a minute, plus access charge significantly more from some mobiles. That's, um, that's it. Seven minutes long, though. At seven minutes, it's like, all right, guys. Um, all right. Now, how many of the Stone Roses can I name? Um, don't tell me, don't tell me. There's the guy that was in the Seahorses. Was his name John? Was there one called John? I think there was one called John. John Squires. Paul Squires. John Squires on guitar. Right. OK. Manny on drums. Or is he on bass? I'm going to say Manny on drums. Ian Brown singer. Ian Brown singer. OK. One more. One more. Was the one called Steve? Ken, the bass player. It's it. Ken, Ian Brown, John Squire, and Manny. The Stone Roses. I wait four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to um, give us a call. So we fulfilled um, my youngest son's short lifetime ambition today. We went on the duck boat. We went on a duck boat. Now um, the duck boat has always been. Oh, hang on a second. Yes, line one. Morning. Hello, Alan. You're right, mate. I'm staying up late just especially to hear the new Stone Roses single. Well, what what do you what do you make of it? I think it's really good. Yeah. 
Good. I've only heard one of their songs before, and that was Fool's Gold. Yes, good. That's, that's a good and this song. is far better. Wow, better than Fool's Gold. Could you imagine singing this at karaoke? I'll have to look through it a few times so I can get the melody in my head. I think Ian Brown needs to listen to it a couple more times to get the melody in his head, but... It's a good, beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing I see in my mind. It's very Britpop, isn't it? It's very Britpop, isn't it? Yeah. It is very Britpop. It's certainly got a, it's certainly got a vibe to it, hasn't it? Yeah, so we wanted to play versus the Oasis. Yeah, yeah. That was a ding dong battle. <laughs> That's right. That was a right old ding dong. Do you know what? I'm going to go nuts. I'm going to buy the first Stone Roses album because I don't think I've got it for five ninety nine plus free delivery. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much indeed. Anything else, Alan? And also, does this count as my call for today, or can I call at 10pm later? Um, yes, you can call later, of course you can. Alright, I'll speak to you later. Tuddy bye, tuddy bye. Oh, no, now I haven't got Amazon Prime. They want to charge me for postage? £1.99 just for standard delivery? Stand and delivery? I don't think so, guys. Sorry, sale cancelled. Sale cancelled. I'm a. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll buy it. We'll buy it second hand. That's what we'll do. Um, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to the new. Yes, got it on vinyl, but I want it in the car, isn't it? Um, is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call about the new Stone Roses single or about anything else that you. Um, you fancy you're more than uh, welcome to. So we went on a duck boat. Now, we've always been... Um, we, we, our family has not been allowed on the duck boat because my wife saw the two incidents, the incidi of a duck boat sinking in Liverpool and a duck boat sinking in the Thames. Now, there must be at least eight or nine duck boats around the world. So let's let, let's say there's ten, because it's easier maths. So if two duck boats out of ten duck boats around the world sank, that's only 20% of duck boats. That means, 80, means duck, boats, duck boats are 80% safe, right? Yet my wife always refused to, um, to, to let the children go on there. Well, the other day, I, I put this directly to her, and I said, I want to take the boys on the duck boat. She went, well, okay, if you want. And, uh, but my eldest was, had, had, had um, seeped. The fear had seeped into him. He refused to go on a duck boat. So when he was at school today, the youngest finished early. And I went, right, we're gonna, you and me, we're going on a duck boat. And we got to, uh, we uh, waited uh, for, by the duck boat stop. And the duck boat came. And we got on and we had pictures taken in the driver's seat before we took off. And uh, then we went for a drive. Here's, here's my thoughts on the duck boat, right? It was brilliant, right? And the blokes that did it were brilliant. They knew their stuff, giving us all the... T- on the left, you'll see... And they were giving it all that, and they were, they were spot on, right? And, um, oh, here's the thing. So half of it's on um, the road, and half of it's, uh, half it's on land, and half it's uh, in the sea, right? On land and in the sea. If you know that album, then boy, oh boy, you're, you're, you know your onions. And um, we were about to go into the sea, 
Uh, and we couldn't because the um, the road into the sea was blocked by another boat. And this woman came running over. She said, I'm terribly sorry. Um, my boat was sinking and we had to get it out in a hurry and we're just bailing all the water out. And they had these pumps pumping the water out. It was a nice little boat. I told you I want to buy a boat. Still thinking about it. Um, and uh, it was... They had to pump all the water out of this boat, so we were stuck there for a while. And then here's the cool thing, right? The the captain, and he must be a captain because he was wearing a hat, said to me and my boy... Well, he said to my boy, do you want to sit in the front next to me while we go into the sea? Now, I knew my boy wanted to. I also know he was too scared. So I said, why don't you sit on my lap? So I got to sit next to the captain with a boy on my lap as we went from land into the sea. And it's not... it. You know that scene in... I think it's The Spy Who Loved Me when he drives his sports car um, on the beach and then into the sea, right? Uh, no, he jumps off a pier, he comes out of it. It was like when he, it's like when he jumped off a pier and his sports car turned into a submarine. It was that kind of vibe that we were experiencing. It was excellent. Downsides is very noisy. Very noisy, very slow. I'm going to give you that. Slow. I'm going to say it's a little bit pricey. But, you know, it was, it was my birthday treat. My birthday treat to myself was going on the dope boat. And boy, oh boy, it was great. And it certainly got rid of a few ghosts about the last time we were on a boat. And I um, ran it aground and had both children howling in fear that we were going to drown. We're not going to bloody die. Just stop crying and let me fix this. Was the way that one went. There was none of that today. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Edmonds is still a knob. I think we can. Um, let's have a look. Is he? Is he? Is Twitter? Let me have a look on his Twitter feed. See what's happened recently. No. Edmunds. Let's see if he said anything recently since he um, went nuts. Uh, Noel Edmonds. He's only got um, 26,000 followers, which I always think is weird. The world is... He's posted a, a picture of a bird. I think it's a tit. I think it's a tit. I know he is, but I, genuinely I think it's a tit. Eating out of someone's hand... The world is full of nice people. If you can't find one, be one. Here we go. He's reposted, he's retweeted this. Worrying equals waste of time. Good and bad things will happen in life. You just have to keep living and not stress over what you can't control. Worry, and then he, someone's added, worry can also have negative effects on both your body and your mind. You having another pop at my listener who's got cancer now? Yes, line one. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, um, it's not bad, but it's certainly no. That's what you're aiming for. Yes, line one. Good evening. I'm calling you from your local council. Oh, yeah, I was, yes. Uh, sorry, I wasn't expecting that. I'm doing the show. Yes. Um, OK, yeah, it's Ian uh, here. Uh, yes, I'm, 
Yes, I must apologise for the late hour. Um, I, I've been doing some research, and unfortunately, one of your celebrity neighbours requires access through your garden for a delivery. Uh, what? Accordingly, what? Uh, we've changed the title deeds, and we shall what? be taking apart your garden fence. You're doing what? We're going to take apart your garden fence. You can't do that. Urgent delivery. What's it delivery of? We can. It's a paddling pool. You're joking. Yes, it, it, it's a, a, a celebrity who... No, I'm not having this. You're not taking apart my bloody fence to put so you can, for a delivery. Get out of town. He, he's willing to leave you one bottle of Olivia. What's your name? What's, what's your name? I'm going to... I'm going to... I can't do this now. I'm on the air. What's your name? I'm going to phone up tomorrow and complain. My name is Nigel Elson. Nigel Elson. Yep. OK. Yes. What, what department do you work in, Nigel? The Council Fence Dismantling Department. Ian? Yeah? Are you listening to me? Yes. Ian, your fence must come down. The Council... Hang on a second, is this a wind-up? Yes, it's me, it's Noel Edmonds again. Oh, bloody buck... Are you... Oh! Oh, oh, oh! Do you know what? I'm... Part of me thought, oh, this because when you said about dismantling the fence, I thought, well, that doesn't make yeah. any sense. That doesn't make any sense at it, all. It oh. doesn't. You could just deflate a paddling pool. Of course you could. And oh, I didn't I think of that. Going, didn't I? You had me going, yeah. Noel. Can you stop? Can you stop prank calling me, Noel? Actually, because it's it's it, it, it's actually I'm finding it quite stressful and quite unpleasant. I promise I won't do it again tonight. All right. Well, thank you very much indeed. I find it, it just actually it makes. I think every time he does that. It just shortens my life ever so slightly. And that's not me being negative. Line two, you're on the wireless. Um, good evening. Um, why is it always about pies? Because I like chips. Chicken and chips. Gammon and chips. Sausage and chips. Ooh, hold on. Curry and chips. Hmm, what else might have for me chips? Um, what could I have for me chips? Chips and chips? Oh, I know. No, cheese and chips. Like a nice bit of cheese and chips. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, well, hold on a moment. How about having a little bit of fish and chips? Fish and chips is nice. I like fish and chips. Oh, we could always have pie and chips. I don't know what else I could have with my chips, because I've had chips every day this week. I'm not quite sure what I could have with my chips. Did I say sausage and chips? Yes. Oh, OK. Well, let's have some um, pizza and chips. And then perhaps we could have a little bit of steak and chips. And perhaps we could have some chips. What else are we going to have, Ian? I don't really know now. Because I like pie and chips and I like steak and chips. But I'm just thinking, what else? Oh! Peas and chips. In fact, we could have mushy peas and chips, couldn't we? Or should should we have a little bit of um? Oh, oh, I know what we could have. 
we 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 could have curry and chips because I like curry and I like chips, but I I think it's probably the chips that I like because I like chips because chips are nice, aren't they? I always love that little bit of music that you put behind the sound. Because it's nice, isn't it? Because we just disappear into chips. Everybody likes chips, don't we? We all love a chip. I like a bag of chips. I like a proper cone of chips. Because chips is nice. And then sometimes we might have gravy and chips. Oh, gravy and chips, yeah. Yeah, I love a bit of gravy and chips. Hmm, I think I might have a little bit of um, tomato ketchup with me chips. And then maybe some mayonnaise with me chips. Well, I wouldn't have salad and chips. Because chips is always better on their own. With a little bit of vinegar. And then maybe a little... Yeah, Yes, line one. Hello. Hello. Take your radio off every time. Yeah, I know. I just want to drown Walnut chap. Too many chips give you a square rectum. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Finish the rest of that track. So, yeah, Edmonds is in the, the the paper again, just for being a fruitcake. I'm not worried too much about his fruit. The, the, the thing that bothers me is he had a go at someone who's got cancer and said and and, and said that that um, it, it was probably it was a strong chance it was called by his negative attitude. No, mate, that's not that's not. So you're saying that's what killed my dad? His negative attitude. You know, that's what's made my mum ill. Her negative attitude. Is that what it is? D- depression is, is because of my negative attitude. Is that what it is? Or maybe it's just because, you know, we're not wired up properly and some of our genes are a little bit faulty and we get ill, you mm, idiot. He's, um, he's, he's been quite quiet on Twitter, apart from tweeting a load of old bullshine. But um, he did tweet um, yesterday, overwhelmed by the kind words and even apologies from so many. Hashtag gratitude. Hashtag smug get. Yes, line one. Happy birthday to... Happy birthday to... Happy birthday to... Happy birthday to you. Okay, thank you very much indeed. If you're referring to me, you're late. You're late by a whole day, man. A whole day. Um... There's stuff in the papers, but it's all a little bit. Um, it's all a little bit. I wonder if. Hang on a minute. Stay there. I wonder if the stars in here. The star is where the action is, baby. Oh, is the star here? No, no, no. Oh, there we go. Here we go. This is, it hides in here. The star is where the action is. 0844 499 1000. Is that the phone number? Did I say that? Halfway through that, I forgot what I was saying. Telefans claim a video of Jeremy Clarkson assembling a box is more fun than the new Top Gear. Jeez. 
Uh, survivalist Bear Grylls is the victim of a Chinese fake-away. Maybe there's nothing in the star. Maybe there's nothing. Um, hang on, bear with me. Bear with me. We'll have a look. Um, Big Brother's got lowest lowest viewing figures for a long time. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. We shouldn't have sat me then, should you? Shouldn't have sat me. Um, hang on. Weddy Sheringham. Oh, bride is 20 years younger. Um, you'd expect he's a football man, isn't he? I'm guessing he's a, 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 a football man. Here we go. A car boot sale fan who got... Hang on a minute. A car boot sale fan. Now, I like a car boot sale, although car boots in the last five years have, have been rubbed. eBay. It's eBay, you see. everyone. It's all on eBay. So you go to car boot sales now and it's rubbish. I used to like a good car boot sale. Pointless now. A car boot sale fan who got his ultimate tattoo while drunk on his stag do is having it removed. Instead of declaring his love for the bride, Mark Bytheway, nicknamed Bodge, had Bodge loves car boots inked on his forearm. Come on, Bodge. Bride-to-be Andrea was furious when he got home from the party resort Magaluf. Mark, 31, said, We'd been drinking since Wednesday night. Oh, God. And it happened in the early hours of Friday. It's been an ongoing joke that I love car boots. I always went to them as a kid with my dad. I never forget, right, the weirdest... And I'm sure this person phoned... The, the, the different people phoned in to back this up, right? That they'd seen Shola Ammer doing a car boot sale. Do you remember Shola Ammer? I don't remember what Shola Ammer's hit was, but I'm sure... I used to get loads of people phoning in saying they'd seen Shola Ammer doing a car boot sale. Andrea was well angry <laughs> and threatened not to marry me. He was even offered a TV show appearance and a job as the face of a bingo website. After two years, he's finally decided to get rid of the wacky tattoo. He said, I do love car boots, but not enough to have it on my forearm. He's going to get it replaced with Bodge Loves eBay. No, he's not. I just think it's time to move on. It's the next chapter in my life. That was me at my absolute daftest. I'm a little more grown up now. Mark has started... Then it goes on to detail. I mean, just think, these people, I mean, really. Either have a tattoo and stick with it, or don't have a tattoo and don't stick with it. You know what I mean? 0844 499 The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You can get these, there's these agencies, right, where you can book a celebrity to, you know, come to your party and stuff like that. My age, right? You pay me, I'll come to your party. These ones have roughed it right up. A celebrity agency has offered David Guest's services almost two months after the entertainer died. Oops. VIP appearances continued publicising David as an event compare despite his death in April. 
The agency is part-owned by Coronation Street star Kim Marsh and her former husband, Jamie Lomas. They're 39 and 41, respectfully. Respectively and respectfully, if you're wondering. Um... This is weird. I mean, this is weird. one of those things. Someone forgot to take you off a website. These things happen, right? His name was also wrongly spelt G-U-E-S-T. A source close to Dean Gaffney said Dean was not happy when he heard about it and said straight away it should be taken down. Someone will get their knuckles wrapped. What? Also, it's a mistake. You forget to... Tell, I, I, on my website, ianlee.com, it's still got links to three counties. Cause I, can't remember the password. Yeah, it's going on the web, changing the website. It's really here's the thing, right? I don't. Do, do people? People don't. We mention this. I don't, I don't think people use websites anymore. Because I was thinking of getting my website updated. It can cost you a fortune. Cost me a fortune. It cost you a penny. That's the problem. I don't think people use websites anymore. Um, there we go. And the, the last line is David's name has now been removed from the website. So not a story. Yes, line one. Do you drive? Yes, I do. No, wait, more to come. Oh. Do you drive? Yes, I do. Do you drive? Yes, I drive. Jeff, haven't finished the question. Do you drive? Yes, I drive. Jeff, let me finish the question. Jeff, do you drive? Yes, I drive. No, haven't finished yet. Jeff, do you drive? Yes, I drive. Well, that was very good, thank you. If you don't know what that's a reference to, it's one of the funniest things that me and Kath have ever done. Um, oh, and Jeff. Certainly the funniest thing that me and Jeff have ever done, because it's the only thing we've ever done. If you go, It'll be on YouTube if you type in, type in Ian Lee, do you drive? It'll come up. It'll come up, no doubt. 0844 499 1000. Here's the thing, right? Who's the most beautiful woman in the world? Just think for a second. It's Nancy DeLolio. She, no, 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 don't pull that face. She is the most sexiest. She is sexy. Proper sexy. Do you know what I mean? It's absolute stunner. But here she looks like, uh, in this picture, I've just worked out who she looks like. Have a look at, can you see it from there? She looks like Kath. Someone we know. It's like Tara, doesn't it? Didn't it? I was just staring at that with someone we used to work with. I was staring thinking, who does that look like? Oh, it's, it's Tara, yeah. With her penchant for plunging necklines, deep fake tan and heavy eyeliner. That's a little bit rude. It's a little bit rude. Nancy Delolio is not known for understated style, but the socialite took her dramatic makeup one step further at a party this week, gluing fake Diamante eyelashes to her face. And she looks sexy. Fellow guests at the glittering event included artist Grayson Perry, who came as his cross-dressing alter ego, Claire. So, and here we go. Wags might have speculated that Mr Lollio had been taking makeup tips. What? Well, uh, OK, here's, here's the question for the last 25 minutes of the show, guys, and this really is going to be a humdinger. This is, um, this is what's missing from speech radio. Um, celebrities that have got apostrophes in their name. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Go, Delolio. Obviously, um, that's what I can think of. 
There's there's a surname, Death, isn't there? Death. But there's an apostrophe between the D and the E, so they say Diath. It's not, it's Death. You know, your surname was Death, and you put that apostrophe in there so that you didn't sound like such a prize wally. Italian Miss Delolio, 54, the former partner of ex-England football manager Sven Joran Eriksson, arrived at the central London event wearing a floor-length sequined V-neck caftan. The New York-born former reality TV... What reality TV show does she do? What? Big Bush? Big Brother? Was she in Big Brother? In this country? I wasn't working on that one. I missed that one. Quah! Uh, other guests at the VIP preview included Catherine Jenkins, <laughs> Princess Eugenie, <laughs> Prince Harry's ex-girlfriend, Cressida Boners. Ms Boners arrived at the party wearing... Anyway, it goes... <laughs> but Nancy Delolio is, without a shadow of a doubt, the sexiest... Um, um, thank you, Ernie. I'm glad Ernie Almond is impressed that I managed to name all of the members of the Stone Roses. Thank you, Ernie. It's, it's one of my... It's my party piece. Imagine the fun parties I go to. Uh, 0844 is the telephone number. Here's a good thing. I say a good thing. I don't believe it. They've cured migraines. No, they haven't. Millions of my... Well, maybe they have, I don't know. Millions of migraine sufferers could soon be offered relief after trials showed that... Inge- now, hang on, when you say soon be, I've just realised this is a newspaper story. That might mean in ten years. Let's read it and find out how much longer we've got to go. After trials showed that injections of a new drug could prevent attacks, I get migraines. I wrote about it on my website. And my migraines of the most intense pain. Honestly, were my migraines at their worst, if I had a gun, I'd say this not lightly, I would shoot myself in the head to make it stop. Honestly, it is the worst. Uh, It's incredible, the pain. I tend to throw up with my migraines as well, some of them. Hang on a second. Yes, line one. Hello, line one, you're on the air. Hello, Ian. I'm going to I'm going to play some audio of a celebrity with an apostrophe in their name. Oh yeah. You've got to guess who it is. Oh, oh this is good. And so, okay, right, go. Is it D'Angelo? Is it someone who's coming on the show next week? Gilbert O'Sullivan? Oh, Terence Trent Darby! Terence Trent Darby! Next week? No, Gilbert O'Sullivan is. Oh, okay. Thank you very much indeed. The week, next week or the week after? Is he not anymore? It's Gilbert O'Sullivan pulled out. Get on that microphone and tell me what's going on. I was excited by that. What's happened to Gilbert? I'm excited too, right? Because a uh, really nice PR woman who offers us lots of yeah. nice people. 
uh, offered him up. And I was like, yeah, of yeah, course we'll, we'll have him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have a bit of that. Apparently, he's been very choosy this time around as to who he'll talk to. Yeah. And she said, unfortunately, he won't be talking to Talk Sport. And I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not Talk Sport. We're not Talk Sport. Yeah. And we've interviewed X, Y, and Z, and we don't yeah, interview yeah, yeah. people willy-nilly. Yeah. We pe- interview yeah. people we love. Could you please go back to him? So yeah, she's yeah. going to go back to him. Well, I'm going to... Uh, well, I don't want... God, I don't want to burn all my uh, Gilbert O'Sullivan CDs. Don't but... burn them yet, because he thinks he's going on with Goldstein, obviously. Oh, I'm tempted to burn them. I'm tempted to burn them um, and delete them all from my no. hard drive. I'm tempted to. But I don't want to do that. Shall I send that email? Send that, because I'm very tempted to burn all of them. How are you going to do that? With a match or... Bunsen? Uh, Bunsen, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to get my mate Ted Bunsen to do it. Oh, wait, 444991000. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So when I get migraines, I haven't had one... I started to get one the other day, and I I just caned way too many Nurofen just to get rid of it. Right. When I know that they're coming, I, I need to drink coffee and eat chocolate. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's, but that, those things should make it worse. But they don't. If I if I can feel it coming and it feels completely different from a headache, right? It's like comparing having, um, uh, you know, an ache in your leg to having your leg am- amputated. You know, it's completely it's, it's completely different things, right? And um, if I can feel it coming, if I get some caffeine and a big bar of chocolate in me that can sometimes turn it around but they're the migraines the most painful thing i go blind i go kind of blind where i can sort of see a i i, I can't recognize stuff in front of me it's so hard to explain and the pain is just incredible and then when you throw up and it's agony to throw up your everything is throbbing the best thing I, have to, I can do is sit in my car and put the aircon on super cold and take a load of neurofin. That's 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 the only thing that will um, will have an impact. Then I'm out of it for two days. Anyway, patients responded to the jab given monthly. Oh, a monthly jab within three. You'll grow out of it. They said when I was eight and I went to the hospital. And my, you'll, you'll grow out of it. Oh, thanks, guys. When's that going to happen? Patients responded to the jab given monthly within three days of the first one, according to the trial results. Let's see now. It says soon, so let's see. Um, 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 it doesn't say. So that means that we're, we're years off it. Thanks, guys. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Thanks a lot for nothing, guys. We were we were so close. We were so close to a cure. And yet there's no cure. And that makes me want to puke. It really makes me want to puke. Um, see, what, there's not really a lot in the... Uh... Oh, this is... I was going to say, this is brilliant. This is terrible. We had a loft conversion done. and We had a loft conversion done in the house we had in North London. And a new kitchen put in. And... Um, we made, this is how insane London prices are, right? So it cost us a fortune, right? It cost us, I don't know, like £70,000 something to have a whole house decorated, new kitchen and a loft conversion, right? And afterwards, we thought, oh, let's, let's get the house valued. This is London, right? Let's get the house valued to see if we've made our money back. You know, we were hoping oh, we, we, we'll have made our, you know, at least some of our money back. Not only have we made our money back, we made another 60 grand on top of it. It was insane. We'd only been there for two years. We went, right, let's sell, move out. Let's, let's, let's cash in our chips now, shall we? 
It was a nice house, that. I like that house. Um, anyway. Oh, hang on a second. Yes, line one. I forgot. I had an idea for a guest. Oh, yeah. Are you into Steeler's Wheel? No. Right. Okay, then, no worries. What was the idea for a guest? Joe Egan from Steeler's Wheel. You know, he was like, we're Rafferty and stuff. Thank you very much indeed. We had um, we, we, uh, we had three builders come round. Some English ones, who were rubbish. Some Polish ones that we gave the gig to. Sorry, guys. And some other Polish ones who were rubbish. The other Polish ones that we didn't have. This guy, had, he'd, he'd been up building all night, he said. He was wired and he was drinking a can of Red Bull as he was going around the house to give us the quote. And he was shaking, man. So you're not coming anywhere near. You're not coming anywhere near this. Oh, it was a nightmare, actually. It was a nightmare getting all that stuff done. We fell out with the um, the um, uh, the architect. and oh, it was, I, had to, I had to argue with people. I had to tell um, both the architect and the builders who were arguing with each other, blaming each other for a massive muff-up. I said, right, guys, stop effing around now. Can we sort this out? You're getting right on my tits. Is what I said. Uh, anyway, so there's a picture of this house, right? This end-of-terrace house, and it's all very, very nice. The owners had wished for a dramatic transformation of their £700,000 Victorian home. Okay, fair enough. But they got more than they bargained for when the end of terrace property collapsed. It collapsed during building work. For Five, six, seven. Just doing my back counting. We got, we got the back counting sorted out. We'll have a nice, miserable song, shall we? In just 30 minutes, their renovation dreams were reduced to rubble when the upper floor of the property crashed to the ground in a cloud of dust and debris. Pictures taken yesterday show the roof bowing, 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 and the walls of the property buckling dangerously before the structure tumbles earthwards in a matter of minutes. Yo, you bloody idiots, what have you done? You'd be gutted, wouldn't you? The house is, but you would be as well. Locals later claimed builders had removed uh, yeah, internal walls along with supports in the roof space, apparently leaving the structure critically wicked. Don't take away, don't take away the, the, the walls that hold up the blooming thing! Is it a supporting wall? I don't know. Let's take it down, we'll find out. Don't take down the supporting walls. The house in Lewisham, south-east London, was believed to have been bought for £660,000 in January as an investment by Sajda Hack Williams and her husband, Robert. It was undergoing extensive work by builders and was empty at the time. But five months after work began, neighbours were ordered to evacuate their homes. (laughs) Jesus after the roof began to sag overnight. Police cordoned off the area on Tuesday, but minutes after experts arrived to inspect the site the next day, the roof in front of the house came crashing down. Flipping heck! Horrified onlookers likened the sound of the collapse to a bomb, and some described an ear-splitting crunch. Arch- now, this is where it gets a bit suspicious. Architect Ted Ashton, who was passing the property on his way to work. Were you really, Mr Ashton? 
There is um, a really interesting character, and I can't find any evidence of this, but I know I've read it. I know I've read it in the Jill Dando murder, right? There was a fella in the street that Jill Dando was murdered on the day she was murdered, hiding in a skip. Do you remember this? This happened, right? And I can't find any evidence, but I know I read it. He was hiding in a skip, and the police took him in, and he was questioned, and he gave his name as Lord something, right? Tall, thin fella. Gave his name as Lord something, right? They they found it had nothing to do with it, right? But he'd also been at the scene of two other murders over the past 15 years. This is tomorrow. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to try and find that evidence again because I've read, I've read this story years ago. If anyone can find me the link to this guy, he was hiding in a skip in the street on the day that Jill Dando was murdered. Uh, and I honestly, I remember, I wish I'd kept the newspaper cutting because nobody else remembers that. And there's no way I dreamt that. You couldn't even, you couldn't dream that stuff, man. That stuff had to be real. So if anybody knows, and his name was like Lord Ashton or something. I don't think he was a real lord. I think he bought his lordship on Tinternet. And that's where he got it from. So if anybody has any evidence on that, at Ian Lee. All right, guys, that's it. That's your lot. I'm going to play you a miserable song, but it's a good one, from the Crash Test Dummies' first album, When They Were Good. I'm still young, but I know my days are numbered. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and so on But a time will come when these numbers have all ended And all I've ever seen will be forgotten Won't you come to my funeral when my days are done Life's not long So I hope when I am finally dead and gone To gather round When I am lowered into the ground When my coffin is sealed And I'm safely six feet under Perhaps my friends will see fit then to judge me Oh, when they pause to consider all my blunders They won't be too quick to begrudge me Won't you come to my funeral when my days are done not long so I hope when I am finally dead and 
Intelligent, organic entertainment. Talk radio. We'll get you talking. 